country has been set on course for imminent collapse. Old Yeller Biden staggers forward with his job approval rating at 33%. We'll teach Donald Trump a valuable lesson. Don't mess with the women in America unless you want to get the benefit. His campaign of delusion leaning on abortion. The reason women are being forced to travel out of state. This is going to go on for a while. They got this plan. Paranoid fantasies of threats to democracy. One thing that the president does not do is insult insult voters uh, or American people. Nothing but articles after articles after articles. He has expressed hatred for who's writing those articles. It doesn't matter. He has vitriol for them. And so does MSNBC and so does CNN and so does the New York Times. They have vitriol for half of the nation. They don't look at them like fellow Americans. And it's unfortunate. They try to paint them as racist. That all the things that they do to their fellow Americans who simply want a safe home, a safe community, for the children to have prosperity, they want the same thing. Too much of what's happening in our country today is not normal. Donald Trump and the MAGA Republicans represent an extremism that threatens the very foundations of our republic. While waging war on the technologically driven workforce of 70 million independent contractors. A boneheaded move that can only further damage the future of the shrinking American economy. We're fundamentally changing the economy of this country. And everybody's getting a little worried about it. Old Yeller limps ever forward, begging to be fact-checked as he barks one lie after another. Over the last year... Prices are down on everyday items from a gallon of gasoline to a gallon of milk. And folks are beginning to feel it. Inflation is at its highest level in 40 years. Consumer prices are up nearly 14%. Gasoline is up 39.1%. And while an infinite number of illegals line up to receive Obamacare, the number of American citizens without health insurance went down by 4.2 million. Publicly held debt is up 13.7%. And the amount of citizens on food stamps has increased. Adding to old yellers and reckoning with the data, his main handler, Barack Obama, is reportedly panicking, begging old Yeller to drop out while frantically playing musical chairs with his aides. Old Yeller hasn't just angered MAGA Republicans with vitriol aimed at millions of Americans free to vote for whoever they choose. Democracy means rejecting and repudiating political violence, regardless of party. Such violence is never, never, never acceptable in America. It's undemocratic. And it must never be normalized to advance political power. And everyone beware, because they're not going to stop. It is going to, they're not going to stop before Election Day in November, and they're not going to stop after Election Day. And that should be, everyone should take note of that on both levels, that this isn't, they're not going to let up, and they should not. Old Yeller has managed to anger disgusted parents, foreign dignitaries, minorities. They're going to put y'all back in chains. Democrats. Get your work straight, Jack. That's Independence and everyday Americans. You are actively trying to diminish our Second Amendment right and take away our guns. You're full of shit. All right, thank you. Now, shush. Shush. And I love people who say, the blood of liberty, or excuse me, the, excuse me, the tree of liberty is water with the blood of patriots. Well, guess what, man? 
I didn't see a whole lot of patriots that are out there walking around making sure that we have these weapons. Well, and if you really want to worry about the government, you need an F-16. He may have a dim clue that he's going to get what's coming to him from God Almighty before the Biden show drives off the cliff. How is Bald's radio in your son's Chinese takedown text message? Were you sitting there? Were you involved? Were you involved? No, I wasn't. Were you? No. That said, old Yeller's tenure has proven one thing. The compromised uniparty sex club known as Congress is ill-prepared to deal with the overwhelming sabotage of the highest offices of the United States from within. So these parties are like, it gets hot and heavy. Yeah. It's like an in-house thing. If you know, you know. If you don't, you don't. John Bound reporting. Lie to you about what's happening now. Infowars tells you the truth. 29 years on air, all I've wanted to do was warn the people about the globalist. And I've done the best job I can to tell the truth and been accurate, and we are on record as the most accurate there are. And I've tried to sell products to fund ourselves. Unlike other communist revolutionaries that rob banks and kidnap people, we don't do that. We try to bring you products that really work. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm scared of this product. It's so powerful. This is the breakdown product after your cells process it of folic acid, methylfolate with high quality organic B complex. This stuff is rocket fuel. It's not a stimulant. It energizes your cells and then everything else you take just supercharges it. It's so insane. It's foundational energy. The strongest formula out there at InfoWarsStore.com. It doesn't just energize this operation against the tyrants. It energizes you. Get foundational energy now. InfoWars.com studios. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. Ladies and gentlemen, we are live from deep in the heart of Texas, broadcasting worldwide on this Friday, January 26, 2024 transmission. I'm your host, Alex Jones. Again, thank you so much for joining us. And remember, what an information war, so I'm asking you, to take the live show feed from Real Alex Jones on X, because that's not censored on other platforms. You can share it better via email, via text message to go to Real Alex Jones and take the live show feed and share it right now or from Infowars.com forward slash show and tell those that you give it to to be modern Paul Revere's and tell them to share it and tell those they tell to share it to share it and so on and so forth. And that's what triggers what the globalists fear, a populist chain reaction that you are now seeing right now with a total of 26 states standing together in defiance to the globalist replacement migration, destroying our border. And it's all coming out. 25 states have joined Texas. That's 26 states. No More than 10 are sending their state guards here. And uh, Obama administration, his third administration through Biden, is now saying that they are looking to nationalize the state guards so that they can order them to commit treason and not secure the border. Attorney General here in Texas, Ken Paxton, has been under globalist attack and defeated them so far. Their biggest thorn on the side at state level, a lot of the great attorney generals as well. 
who aren't Soros controlled like him. And he's not controlled either. I'm saying there's a lot of good ones, but close to half are controlled literally by Soros and the Democratic Party. But Paxton has come out and said that drug cartels are the muscle of the Democratic Party. And I've been saying that for years and that they're using them to carry out criminal activity and as bag men and that they are working with them with campaign contributions to help them engage in the human smuggling and the facilitation to the border where just like a baton is handed off in a relay race, they hand it over. So massive, massive developments. I was doing a talk show interview a few days ago on someone else's show, and they found it hard to believe when I said Congress has put out a report that just the last three years of illegal alien invasion has already cost more than $80 billion and is projected just in the next decade of what's already come in. And by the way, it's $22 million, not not $10 million, to cost $451 billion. And the show host thought that was hard to believe. So I actually pulled up uh, the report and we'll be uh, going over some of that today here as well. Uh, migrant crisis has U.S. taxpayers on the hook for up to $451 billion. House GOP report breaks down. Here's some of their headlines. Republican governors band together issue joint statement supporting Texas constitutional right to self-defense. Breaking Trump calls for all willing states to deploy National Guard to Texas border and start the deportations. Scott Bronson, our producer, put out a really good ex-post at Tweet Revere, the feds know that the border is an issue. Say they have limited funds and personnel. There's four states on the Mexico border. One of the four states said, we are going to take control of the border ourselves. So why doesn't the administration just slide their stuff over to the one or the other three states? Or is it there's something to what Ken Paxton says in saying Texas is the state they want to flood with illegals? Oh, actually, it's worse than that. The Biden administration proposed proposing a few months ago putting ankle bracelets on the illegal aliens and making them stay in Texas and Florida and a few other conservative states. So that's official. Here's what I mentioned earlier. Texas AG blasts Biden at men for aiding and abetting cartels after migration numbers smash records. And he goes through the detail of it. Well, how they threaten Carrie Lake in the new audio, the head of the RNC, until he stepped down. She said, I'm really worried they're going to kill me. And he said, yeah, they'll use the drug cartels to do it. Ken Paxton, Texas Attorney General, says Joe Biden administration is aiding and abetting the cartels. Absolutely going on. And we've got a bunch of clips I want to get to. Joy Reid tells MSNBC viewers, Texas securing border akin to Southerners resisting integration. But, of course, in Illinois and in New York and in all these other Democrat states, when they get there, they're busing them out to red states. So the New York Governor Hochschild, the New York Mayor, they've all said, don't come here. But when we say we can't be completely wide open, oh, it's the Civil War again. All right, I want to go through a bunch of clips here before I go into all the rest of this news. And I have. Uh, let's start first with clip seven. The Biden administration has now warned Texas it has until noon today to return control. This came out yesterday at noon to return control of the contested locations in Texas to the southern border. Now, 
what's really happening here? Is this a panacea? Is this all perfect, what the governor of Texas has done? No, but he's saying no. He's drawing attention, and he blocked the main invasion point where the most people are coming through at Eagle Pass and backed it up to tens of thousands of people wanting to get in to draw attention to it and force the crisis in the open. It's nothing but positive. We're not saying this will save the world, but it will draw massive attention to it. Another big facet I want to get into is there's major hype going on that there's going to be violence at the border. No one going to the border, not the journalists, not the convoys of truckers and others, wants that. But when you can have people posing as militia, the militia is constitutional, I support it. And, of course, a modern extension of that would be the state guard. But but the citizens are in the militia, every able-bodied man. And it's civil defense. But just like anonymous or just like Q or just like anything else, when somebody's wearing a mask and they're anonymous, it's easy like with the Patriot Front, Fed Front group, and, we, and the ADL and Southern Poverty Law Center have been caught doing this, leading militias they manipulate and control or they create. And if you remember what we saw in Michigan, uh, a few years ago where they've had three trials, two of them they were found innocent or they mistrialed and were innocent. Another case, another one they finally got some convictions. But the feds were running that militia and threatening them to go commit violence and kidnap Governor Whitmer. None of it ever happened. It was a setup. And when I would expose that some of the militias back in the 90s and 2000s were federally controlled, those militia leaders later turned out some of them were feds. And they would always say, Jones hates the militia and says it's not constitutional and is an enemy of the militia. That is a straw man. I'm saying any big events we have or any operations we're involved in to draw attention to things, like the election fraud of January 6th, you know, all the rest of it, can be easily hijacked. I've lived it. I've been set up myself. And I'm saying keep your head on the swivel. And anybody telling you not to be very wary of groups like Patriot Front or other new militias that pop up that have got a bunch of incendiary, Ray Epps-type rhetoric, you can bet your bottom dollar those are Southern Property Law Center, ADL slash FBI or CIA operatives. And so I've got a lot of news on that front as well. We also have an urgent warning and a big letter by former FBI DHS experts and other agency officials pending an urgent warning to Congress about the number of known terrorists coming across. So we've got all of that information. But this is the globalist war on our very sovereignty, the war on our flag, on our Bill of Rights, our Constitution, our very border, our currency, everything. We are under globalist attack. Make no mistake, that's going on right now. So let's go ahead and go to the clip of the Biden administration has now warned Texas that it has until today. And this came out yesterday. And so we hope there's some type of confrontation here. We know that last week, Biden already unofficially, it came out in the news, told the Border Patrol to physically remove the Texas Guard, and the Border Patrol refused because they're sick of following illegal orders. But uh, this could uh, definitely escalate quickly. And if it is, it's good to have between an official representation of the people, an elected governor, and our military that we know are patriots. It's going to be very hard for the feds to demonize the Texas Guard uh, if the feds uh, try to get aggressive or physical with them. But I know Abbott has been saying basically he's going to ignore these orders uh, because we have a right to self-defense and that he's waiting for the Supreme Court. So it looks like 
He's telegraphing the state guard to follow his orders and not theirs. So we're in a real constitutional crisis right now. And, and let me just announce this right now. I am going to be coming in tomorrow. I'll be coming in tomorrow to do a special live report at noon. We'll have special guests. We'll be live. We'll have reporters that are down we can talk to to join us from the border. So tomorrow at noon, we'll go live, commercial-free. It won't be on the AM and FM stations. They're welcome. It'll be on the satellite. They can grab it if they want it. But noon central, 1 p.m. Eastern, we will be reporting on whatever the aftermath of this is. Obviously, Owen Schroyer will continue on today at 3 p.m. Central. Uh, this could unfold while we're live on air. We're watching it very, very closely, ladies and gentlemen. But as I mentioned, let's start getting to these clips. I've got a lot of them. Uh, go ahead and go to clip seven. Well, as it stands right now, you might be able to make out behind me. Texas's razor wire is still here inside of Shelby Park. It remains untouched. However, the Biden administration has now warned Texas it has until tomorrow to allow Biden's border agents back into Shelby Park and the ability to remove Texas's razor wire as it sees fit. A federal attorney writes to Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton that the Supreme Court ruled in favor of the Biden administration, ending a temporary restraining order that prohibited Biden's border agents from touching Texas razor wire in and around Shelby Park. The Biden administration goes into detail about the access it wants. It wants access to Shelby Park, also the nearby boat launch and the International Bridge. All right. So again, Texas has picked the biggest invasion point to have this confrontation and to point out how out of control and illegal it is because we're already in a crisis. So they're just spotlighting the crisis. Uh, here is the uh, resident cultural appropriations master. Um, I just, it's funny because she's a black lady with blonde hair. I'm not, I'm not even against that. She just, on her own show, says if you have braided hair, that's cultural appropriation. Of course, it's not, but a black lady with blonde hair is cultural appropriation. I just think it's funny. Here's a Joy Reid comparing Texas securing its border to segregation in the South. And. And very quickly, this massive resistance, it sounds like the old Southerners who said that we will resist integration by any means necessary, that Chip Roy language. How does that read inside of the Latino community? I mean, it's, it's very, it's very simple. You know, if you're the Republican Party, you're, you're allegedly the party of laws and order, and you're essentially telling local authorities to break the law. No, so I think once again, going into this image of, you know, who is the party of law and order and who is the party for democracy? I think that's where we all have to highlight the hypocrisy, regardless of the politics. They're essentially telling people to break the law. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, bringing in legal aliens and human trafficking and disappearing hundreds of thousands of children. That's not breaking the law at all. Read the Declaration of Independence, lady. We have our right and our duty to stand against this. Uh, here is the White House press secretary. Uh, in a statement for Obama. Here it is. That's clip Obama's one. Security Department has asked for access to this park that is now currently in dispute. It doesn't seem like they've gotten it. Uh, they now are allowed to cut down razor wire. Yeah. Some Democrats are saying the president needs to federalize uh, the Texas National Guard. So look, is that something that could happen? 
I mean, look, I'll say this. Uh, you know, the Border Patrol agents are now, as you said, allowed to cut through the wire because of what the Supreme Court has laid out. It's it's unfortunate that we had to go there. It's unfortunate that there is a governor in Texas, Governor Abbott, who has politicized this issue of what's happening on the border. And it's not making people's lives safer. It's actually making it harder for law enforcement at the, at the border to do their job. And so we have been very clear. We want to make sure we get something done at the border. That's why we've been having these conversations with Senate Republicans and Democrats for the past several weeks to come up with a bipartisan agreement right. to deal with the border. And look, if that the governor is not interested in that, Governor Abbott is not interested in that. He wants to politicize an issue and he's not helping communities. He actually isn't. And he's actually putting Border Patrol agents in harm's way by doing what he's doing. I'm not going to speak to any actions that the president might take, may not take, but we have been very clear on this. Economy. Um, Let's talk facts. The Democrats are trying to misrepresent along with other rhinos like Mitt Romney that Trump said, don't do a deal. No, we've got copies of the Republican and Democrat versions. It's amnesty. It's totally open borders. The Democrats told the illegal aliens to surge. They gave them State Department and UN money to do it. They're running it all. When I win the election, immediately surge the border. And for the last three years, they denied there was a border crisis. Now there is a crisis, but it's Trump's fault and it's Texas's fault. And I have clips. Well, you've already heard it. Do you want to hear from Mitt Romney? Do you want to hear from CNN some more? Do you want to hear him? The White House say it's the Republicans' fault. You already know they're doing that. I'm not going to play those clips. We've got too many other clips uh, to get to. But it's just ridiculous. The border was shut down 95% to what it is now. Okay? When when Trump was in. The damn thing was almost completely shut down, and illegal immigration was still there. Okay? Uh, so here's Tucker Carlson explaining exactly what's happening. The numbers you need to understand. Yale University released a study last week by three researchers, all of them liberal, I believe, who concluded that the actual number of illegal aliens in this country is not 11 million. It's north of 22 million. 22 million. Mm. Fact one. Fact two. The Democratic Party is now, as a matter of policy, calling for the legalization of all illegals in this country. Citizenship voting rights. 22 million new voters. Fact Mm. three. The overwhelming majority of first-time immigrant voters vote Democrat. Fact four. The largest margin in American presidential history was 17 million votes, 1980 election, rather, 1984 election between Mondale and and, and Reagan. And Reagan, yeah. 17 million. You would add to our voter rolls 22 million, at least, permanent electoral majority in perpetuity. That's what this is about. It's not about making the country better, serving our labor needs, helping the population. It's about putting Democrats in power forever. That is the truth of our immigration debate, period. But let's add one more point. The Democrats have admitted in California and New York, members of Congress, we played the clips, hey, Democrat states, suck it up. One of them actually said, suck it up on MSNBC. We need to get more blue districts. And so even though these illegals, many of them can't vote right away, though they still do, we get more electoral seats in Congress that are already blue. Comprende? In 60, 70, 80% areas like New York where they all go Democrat. So they immediately get the new congressional seats. The Senate stays at 100 seats, but Congress continues to grow the overall number of seats. This is immediate. And it gives them all this criminal muscle. You've seen what's destroyed Latin America is governments working with the cartels. Once that happens, society collapses. Once the government isn't partnered with them, they can take them out within a matter of months. 
You've seen that all over Latin America, El Salvador and other places. And here's the Attorney General of Texas talking about it. Look, first of all, thank you to Governor Nome and the rest of the governor for standing with us. I think Texas issue now, it's a, it's a national issue. And as far as the, this terrorist threat, I've been worried about this. It's chilling to hear the report that John Solomon gave and how that could potentially affect my state and really affect the entire country. Long after Joe Biden is gone, we're going to be dealing with potential terrorist threats. As far as a showdown, I don't know what Joe Biden's going to do. So far, it seems like every decision he's made has been a bad decision for our country. He is cooperating, not just cooperating, but he's literally in partnership with these cartels. In the old days, they used to come and try to hide and run away from Border Patrol. Joe Biden's cut a deal somehow where these cartels transport people directly to the Border Patrol, and then they move them around the country. So we're in a terrible situation. Nothing like this country has ever seen before, and I fear the consequences of Joe Biden's decisions for the next years. Well, he's the one that's not upholding the law. The Supreme Court decision, uh, as Governor Nome pointed out, there are a lot of areas where Texas is free to continue to put up wire. They don't have to allow this to happen. But it's it's beginning to look like that Joe Biden is basically, you know, drawing a line in the sand and he's saying that, you know, the feds are going to come marching into Texas and rip down your razor wire and Governor Abbott saying we're just going to put it right back up again. Look, I think I support the governor. He's going to stay. I, I talked to him today for, for a little while and we talked about this very issue. And I guarantee you he's going to stand strong. He'll keep putting razor wire up. We'll keep blocking the border. We'll keep doing everything that we need to do to protect our state, despite the fact that this ruling, this Supreme Court ruling was so wrong and has such a detrimental effect on our state and our country. Now, there's a compilation up on InfoWars.com. It's like 10 minutes long, so I'm not going to play the whole thing. Uh, Democrats in the 80s, 90s, 2000s, right until about 2015, saying we can't have open borders. It's totally lawless. we got to control the border. But I'm going to play one of the clips from that. And this is Barack Obama when he was running for president. And here he is, ladies and gentlemen, Barack Obama on the border. We all agree on the need to better secure the border and to punish employers who choose to hire illegal immigrants. Uh, you know, we are a generous and welcoming people here in the United States, but those who enter the country illegally and those who employ them disrespect the rule of law, uh, and they are showing disregard for those who are following the law. Uh, we simply cannot allow people to pour into the United States undetected, undocumented, unchecked, and circumventing the line of people who are waiting patiently, diligently, and lawfully uh, to become immigrants in this country. Well, there you go. And, and you know, who knows? I might just play that 10-minute compilation uh, coming up here a little bit later. I want to look at the terror threat and what's coming out there and also the false flag issue when we come back. But we're going to break right now. Please remember, there's a couple of ways to support the broadcast. Go to InfoWarsStore.com and get the books, the films, the water filtration, the high-quality supplements. We've got the supercharged special right now that's about to end. 
That is Real Red Pill Plus and DNA Force Plus for 50% off when you buy them as a combo or 40% off. They really are game-changing. We have Winter Sun, the highest quality D3 you take under your tongue for better absorption. The number one cause of viral infection and replication is lack of D3. Everybody, particularly in the dark winter months, should be taking something like Winter Sun. There's other great brands out there. This is as good as it gets because it also funds this operation. Please get Winter Sun at InfoWarsStore.com or 888 533139. We're also selling out of the first run of Next Level Foundational Energy, the methylfolate with the vitamin B complex. This is incredible. Cleans out your cells. Gives you energy like you've never experienced, particularly uh, if you're like most people and have genetic issues to not absorb folic acid fully. Ladies and gentlemen, you can also go to our great sponsor, drjonesnaturals.com. One word, drjonesnaturals.com and get Dozens and dozens of products that are not available at InfoWarsStore.com that are exclusively available at DrJonesNaturals.com. And that's, of course, my dad, the dentist, and oral surgeon. Incredible supplements, incredible products, top brain, rocket rest, uh, primal energy, kava chill, but most importantly, the original Super Blue with the Nano Silver that hasn't been available for years, and it has the iodine, and it has the tea tree, Super blue non-fluoride toothpaste with nano silver and iodine. Finally back in stock exclusively with a limited run at drjonesnaturals.com. And they're a great sponsor that helps this show stay on the air. drjonesnaturals.com. It just went up there, so there's no reviews of it yet, but it used to have 10,000 positive reviews when it was at infowarsstore.com. We'll be right back. Stay with us. Hey, let me start by saying you do a great show. Thank you. Hey, let me point out that I took X2 iodine. I started taking that stuff. The best iodine I think I ever found is what you guys are selling. When did you start taking and it? I, about four years ago, I had high blood pressure, and I was on blood pressure medicine. Mm-hmm. And I started eating a little better, but my blood pressure stayed high. And when I took X2 iodine, after about three or four weeks, I think my body detoxified of a bunch of metals and stuff that my body was storing. And my blood pressure came down to perfect level. And I tell people the only thing I did was X2 iodine. And even though I do think all your other products are good, I recommend to anybody that they start with X2 iodine because it detoxifies your body and kind of kicks your natural DNA in, into uh, full force. So in my, in my life, I found X2 iodine the best. I tried other iodines and they didn't have the same effect. But so X2 iodine, I really wanted to point that out. Winter is coming. 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 Winter isn't coming. Winter is here. And while the sun isn't helping us produce as much vitamin D, do yourself a favor and try InfoWars Life Winter Sun Plus. Now back in stock and 40% off at InfoWarsStore.com. Winter Sun Plus is a powerful vitamin D-based formula bringing you straight vitamin D3 free of toxic chemicals, allergens, preservatives, artificial colors, and GMOs. Our vitamin D3 formula supports the body's natural immune system, promotes calcium absorption for healthy bones and teeth, and helps sustain healthy tissue and systems of the body. When the winters come, they come cold. So weather the storm and supplement with Winter Sun Plus. 40% off for a limited time at InfoWarsStore.com. Winter is coming. Winter is coming. 
Winter is coming. Winter is coming. Winter is coming. Winter is coming. Winter isn't coming. Winter is here. And while the sun isn't helping us produce as much vitamin D, do yourself a favor and try InfoWars Life Winter Sun Plus. Now back in stock and 40% off at InfoWarsStore.com. Winter Sun Plus is a powerful vitamin D-based formula bringing you straight vitamin D3 free of toxic chemicals, allergens, preservatives, artificial colors, and GMOs. Our vitamin D3 formula supports the body's natural immune system, promotes calcium absorption for healthy bones and teeth, and helps sustain healthy tissue and systems of the body. When the winters come, they come cold. So weather the storm and supplement with Winter Sun Plus. 40% off for a limited time at InfoWarsStore.com. One of the most frustrating things about being awake to the globalist agenda is seeing the general public still asleep. By and large, not aware of the magnitude of the incredible danger they're under, but also the ongoing attacks and the magnitude of the death caused by the lethal injections, masquerading as vaccines. It is so frustrating to see people going about their daily lives oblivious. And you realize ignorance is not bliss, it equals death. But people are starting to really understand how serious things are, and that's that's a hard thing to do because to wake up to a dystopic reality and realize that we're in the middle of a giant biological weapons war against humanity and that there's mass sterilization that's already taken place and they're cutting off all the major energy sources is really hard to deal with, but it's the reality. Facing it is our only chance to turn this around because stuff's about to get really, really nasty. Infowars.com. Leading a frontal assault on the lies of the New World Order, it's Alex Jones. Live from Austin, Texas, broadcasting worldwide, it's Alex Jones. Gentlemen, we are broadcasting worldwide again on this live Friday broadcast. So much to break down, so much to talk about here today. All right, this story just broke on Infowars.com. It's in the local Texas news. This is wild. Illegal crossings plummet in Eagle Pass as Mexico cracks down on migrants in surrounding areas. Mexico, of course, has come to Biden repeatedly and said, you got to give us a plan to work with you to stop this. We're being invaded as well. And Biden has done nothing. Uh, and so now Mexico sees action by Texas and is aiding Texas. Border Hawk correspondent, in fact, grab this video report. Efren Gonzalez visited a nearly empty shelter in the border city through which tens of thousands of migrants were funneling just weeks ago. Now only around 100 migrants can be found at the shelter at any given time, with most preparing to present themselves at a port of entry on the International Bridge with an appointment arranged with the CPB-1 app. Migrants migrants at the shelter 
are hesitant to leave its confines until they're designating crossing times as Mexican authorities have been aggressively patrolling the immediate area and even flying illegals back to southern Mexico to their homelands, likely as part of a deal struck by the Biden AMLO administration that began in 2023 but never followed through on. Here is a, a quick uh, report from Border Hawk. These are the operations in Piedras Negras to stop migrants that the Mexican government started after the meeting with United States officers at the end of December in face of the historic wave of illegal crossings. On every road and gap where thousands of undocumented people were observed daily, there are now soldiers and migration agents who prevent the use of these roads, causing a decrease of almost 90% in illegal crossings. Currently, migrants arriving in Piedras Negras crossing groups of 60 every day across international bridges with asylum appointments. I'm Efraín González, correspondent with Berhag News. Uh, we are inside the shelter in Piedras Negras, and now all these people have decided not to cross uh, the river because uh, they already have an appointment through CBP-1. In addition, since the end of December, a transfer of hundreds of migrants have continued from Piedras Negras to Tabasco. The Mexico authorities have not informed until when the operations will be continued, nor the reasons why they were not previously carried out. However, during January, crossings of large groups have been detected in remote areas that are difficult to access by avoiding these checkpoints. All right, the full report is at Infowars.com. Let's move on to this area of information, Fox News. Militia members wanted to start a war at the border, murder migrants and Border Patrol agents, prosecutors say. That's from last year. Here's another one dealing with the same reports. And obviously, if you look at the court case, we followed it. It's just like the Governor Whitmer kidnapping plot. It was the feds getting into a group. Hyping them up, people shooting their mouths off, drinking beer. Boom, all they need, big national terror story. While they ignore the, the suicides and the murders and the rape and the beheadings and the kidnappings and the dead babies and the human trafficking and the drug dealing and the fentanyl. They want to make it all about evil right wingers marauding the border. Everybody has a right to go to the border. Everybody has a right to show what's happening. Everybody who can should. Just know that the feds and different groups are going to be there trying to set you up and always be aware of it. Meanwhile, the feds don't like razor wire down on the Texas border, but they sure liked it after January 6th, putting up all those huge fences and barbed wire fences all over the place. Washingtonians navigate the new normal razor tipped wire fences and armed soldiers. The Washington Post responded. One person on X side, I'm old enough to remember when Democrats built a wall and installed razor wire around the people's house. Nation's capital being turned into a fortress, Washington, ahead of inauguration. They kept it all up for almost a year. We got more videos. Illegal aliens arrive via boat on California shore, immediately disperse into nearby neighborhood. So the same thing we see happening in Europe is happening here. Shifting gears, we've got this group of important reports. Invasion of U.S. underway.
top ex-FBI, DHS, and other agency officials pin urgent warning letter to Congress. Senator Ron Johnson, Republican of Wisconsin, posted a letter sent to him and other members of Congress by former law enforcement officials warning Joe Biden's open border policies and put America in grave danger. The cautionary message comes as every GOP governor in the country has signed a joint letter and 10 states are sending troops. Thursday, supporting Texas in the battle to secure its border despite Biden administration's efforts to keep the floodgates open. Ten retired FBI directors and experts in counterintelligence sent a letter to GOP House Speaker Mike Johnson, Democrat Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer, and the chairs of the House and Senate Intelligence Committee of Homeland Security. The letter states the Biden open borders are a specific threat that may be one of the most pernicious ever to menace the United States. You need to go read the full letter. It's very powerful, very informative, and dead on. And then let's look at this huge area before we go to break, and I'm going to shift gears into other news after that, and we'll have the continued border watch as the feds say they're going to force the state guard out sometime today in the Eagle Pass area. Migrant crisis, remember, it's illegal alien invasion crisis, but under regulations under the U.N. Refugee Resettlement Migrant Compact that we never ratified in Congress, but that Bush and then Obama and and, and then uh, Trump got us out of it, and then Obama, when he got back into office three years ago, put back into place through his puppet Biden. The U.N. is in control of the migrant resettlement operation. That's why they use that term. We all dutifully are politically correct. We say two men can have a baby and men can be in women's sports. And we call them migrants. We do what we're told. We use all the words we're told because we live in a cult. So sick of it. Migrant crisis has U.S. taxpayers on the hook for up to $451 billion, House GOP report says. It's over $25 billion a year just to apprehend them and transfer them and process them. But if you look at the budget in the future, it's going to cost over $451 billion for Joe, for those that are already in the country. Border crisis cost American taxpayers $451 billion annually, House GOP report claims. And here is that full report. It's linked up on Infowars.com. I hope you will go read the historic dollar cost of DHS Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas' open borders policies, phase four interim report. Committee on Majority Report, November 13, 2023, and it goes through all the hard numbers so that you can see it all for yourself. And, and, and the same operation was used to wreck Europe. The same operation is now being used here. All right. I'm going to now go to break, and I want to come back and talk about all of this news. Wall Street Journal suggests, along with the Washington Post, by the way, and, and InfoWars pointed this out a few days ago, it's since gone viral, that Don Salazar wrote about it, that Nikki Haley needs to stay in the race because Trump could be assassinated. We're going to be going over all of that when we come back. And a lot more here today. Some big FDA news. <laughs> Wait to hear this. I'll hit that as well next segment. Then Alex Newman, great author, great research, great researcher, expert on the New World Order, will be joining us and so much more today. It's Friday Live 
I'm your host, Alex Jones. Cellular damage from a type of free radical known as reactive oxygen species can cause decreased cellular function. DNA Force Plus contains what are believed to be the most beneficial ingredients to remedy this. Now, 40% off at InfoWarsStore.com. The main ingredient in the Real Red Pill Plus is pregnenolone which occurs naturally in our body, but decreases with age. Low levels of pregnenolone are associated with fatigue and low brain function. The Real Red Pill Plus is also full of essential trace minerals to synergistically support optimal cognitive function. Now, 40% off at InfoWarsStore.com. Get them both today at 50% off. The supercharged special. Support your health and support the InfoWar at InfoWarsStore.com. A lot of people have asked me, why is InfoWarsStore and InfoWarsLife not had a probiotic for more than three years? The answer is simple. We only bring you the highest quality to lowest prices. We had a top maker, top certified of probiotics for more than seven years. They got bought by a libtard company and said, we're not doing business with you, Mr. Jones, anymore. Finally, we got a probiotic just as good or better with a top lab that loves our show. We're able to private label it under InfoWars MD as our probiotic formula. So you can get a super high-quality probiotic for amazing gut health and more at InfoWarsStore.com for 25% off right now. Now, wherever you get your probiotics is something everybody should be doing. But I'm asking you to try our probiotic. I think you're going to have an amazing effect, and it funds our entire operation. So get your InfoWars MD probiotic today at InfoWarsStore.com. It's a high-quality formula and it keeps us on the air. Take action now at InfoWarsStore.com. InfoWarsStore.com is like a grocery store or like a vitamin shop. We want to have all the best brands for you. We want to have a bunch of different choices for you. So I get constant questions online and in person. Hey, what's better? Knockout. What's better? Down and out. What's better? Why do you sell two or three different sleep aids? And the answer is Different herbal formulas, different compounds are better for different people. So one person might like this coffee, another person likes that coffee. That's how our bodies work. They're all very diverse. But we've been able to private label a national bestseller that's been sold for many years that people love and sell for a lower price under the name InfoWars MD Good Night Sleep. This is a great formula full of amazing safe compounds, give you deeper, cleaner, restful sleep, and it's in stock available right now of 25% off out of the gates. So get your InfoWars MD good night's sleep today at InfoWarsStore.com. I'm not on Team NFL. I'm not on Team NBA. I'm not on Team Olympics. I'm not on Team Globalist or wokeism in the New World Order. I'm on Team Humanity, ladies and gentlemen, that loves God and loves our families and loves humanity and knows that we're destined to do even more incredible things than we've already done together. And so, inspired by my conversation with Elon Musk recently, where he agreed with my idea to call it Team Humanity, we've launched two limited edition t-shirts at InfoWarsStore.com. Let people know that, hey, it isn't about the football games or it isn't even about the UFC. It's about Team Humanity being under globalist attack. You can wear it. It's a great conversation starter. And you know it's supporting the info war that is at the very tip of the spear in the fight for Team Humanity. Get your limited edition Team Humanity t-shirts right now at InfoWarsStore.com. And I thank you.
leading a frontal assault on the lies of the New World Order. It's Alex Jones. Take the highway to the end of the night. All right, my phone has been blowing up. You've heard the calls on air. I've had crew, staff, everybody asking me, get Michael Yawn on. He was already on, but was it Monday? And get him to tell us what he thinks of 26 states now total, uh, counting Texas, and what's unfolding on the Texas border. He is still down in Panama, just got out of the jungle, couldn't come on yesterday. Literally was just talking to him 10 minutes ago. He was in the car. He got back to his hotel and he's like the leading expert on this former special operations guy, very famous investigative wartime journalist, really needs no introduction here. Uh, and he's been down there for years pointing out the U.N. bases and what's being expanded and the communist Chinese. But we're not going to cover that now. I want his expertise on the Texas border, what's happening, what he thinks the feds are going to do. I'm concerned because we know some of these militias are federal honeypots, kind of like the Patriot Front. I'm not against malicious folks. I'm saying, just like with the Whitmer kidnapping, they can set us up. And I'm really concerned about a false flag operation. I think everybody should go to the border. We're going to be going to the border. It's good to cover it, good to draw attention. But what should we be looking for, Michael Young? Hey, I'm sorry I couldn't come on yesterday. I was busy. In fact, I just got off the train. We were we just went on the Pan, uh, Pan American Railway this morning. And, uh, and so I was messaging uh, you from there and also – Brett Weinstein and Doc, uh, Doc uh, Chambers was on your show yesterday, good friend of mine. They're both going on Tucker Carlson today. They're both talking about these things. So we are force multiplying. You're always saying force multiply, force multiply. We are doing it, sir. And so what do I think of um, uh, of uh, Abbott? Abbott is what? Abbott is World Economic Forum. That's the uniform he wears. We know if he wanted to shut that border, he could do it. He could easily do it by pressuring Mexico by, for instance, inspecting all the vehicles that are coming in. He's running off to India. I mean, most people don't seem to know that. But while all this is going on, Abbott's running off doing other things. The bottom line is. So you're saying this is you're saying this is cosmetic and for show because he could put massive pressure searching all the vehicles coming in after they go through federal inspection to make Mexico control the border. Is that what you're saying? Oh, he can do that with with. Little effort at all. I mean, he wouldn't need all these dramas in 26 states and all that stuff. Well, then what do you think's really going on? He's, uh, I mean, bottom line, Abbott is World Economic Forum, period. I mean, full stop. And from there, everything follows. He is basically the Texas sector chief of the invasion of the United States. He is not our friend. He is not, a, I mean, he might be a Texan, quote unquote, but he's not a Texan. He's not an American. Well, well, I, I, I mean, I hear you and I respect you, and I'm, I've got concerns about Abbott, but I don't want to throw the baby out of the bathwater. What do you make of all these states joining us, saying they're sending the guard? It's really drawing attention to what Biden's doing. Is there anything good in this? I don't trust them, Alex. It just doesn't feel right. You know, it's a, it feels like a baited ambush, you know. Um, it just everything smells off because we already know that Abbott could stop this. Why is he not stopping it? And even Eagle Pass, I'm in Eagle Pass a lot. I've spent at least a month there in the last couple of years. I mean, I'll leave from Panama and go to like Piedras Negras, which is a, it's the Mexican city on the other side of Eagle Pass. I spent almost two weeks in Piedras Negras because Abbott's, uh, you know, guys down in, uh, in, uh, in, and the Border Patrol as well give me a hard time on the, on the Eagle Pass side, the, the, the Texan side. So I actually got a hotel and cartel. Well, that's right. We've had our Pass. reporters as well, uh, Last year, confronted by the state guard, actually helping the illegals come in. 
Oh yeah, right in front of me. I mean, like, and 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 I get far less hassle on the cartel side, which is the cartel side anyway. Actually, I mean, there's no border. Uh, in a, but the, so I went and got. Well, what do you think of Ken Paxton? He, he says that the Democrats are working with the cartels. What do you think of him? The one hundred percent they're working with it with the uh, cartels. I don't track Paxton as closely as I should, and that's a failure of mine. But I, so I don't have a comment, and that's a fault of my own. Well, it is true that Abbott's been part of the World Economic, World Economic Forum. Most big leaders are. Should he come out and repudiate that and say he's no longer part of it? I mean, wh- what would it take for Abbott to prove himself? He would need to come out and denounce World Economic Forum and tell him to take him off his website. Say, take me down. I'm not a member of World Economic Forum. I'm a Texan. I'm an American. That's what he needs to say. Crystal clear. But he won't do that. He's not done that, to my knowledge. I've asked him. Okay, so you, I, I respect you. You're a leading expert. What should Texas tell Abbott to do? Texas should tell Abbott to leave the World Economic Forum and join Texas and the United States. I mean, that's what that's what Greg Abbott should do. And you're, you're showing footage right there of under the overpass. I've been there many times. That's at Eagle Pass. Uh, and I know that terrain very well. Listen, even if he closes Eagle Pass, it's irrelevant. That's like closing the Mississippi River with a box of Legos. I mean, the, the, the other massive border remains wide open when he could easily close it by pressuring Mexico by inspecting their vehicles, by not just basically, it would hurt us as well. I get it. A lot of people say it, but that would hurt us too. And I'm like, we're in a war. This is this is destroying us. What's happening now? Getting into the actual knockdown, dragout fight would hurt us. But what's happening right now? We're basically that monk that's setting itself on fire and dying in the street. That's what's happening. Yeah, we're us. being given a quiet, lethal injection instead of a stand-up fight. Yeah, that's right. We're dying slowly but surely. Let me show you something, Alex. I'm in City of Knowledge right now, right? I'm in Panama. City of Knowledge is the headquarters of all these NGOs. I just call them EGOs, evil governmental organizations, right? This is the map of all the – I don't know if it comes out very well. Yeah, yeah, center it, center it. Center it. Let's see if it's center. Just raise it up. Raise it up. That's perfect. Okay. Tell us us what we're seeing. This is all like IOM, uh, Red Cross. IS, Norwegian Refugee Council, UNHCR, all these people. This is about 62 of them. I'm at their headquarters. This is the map of their headquarters. I'm actually at the, I'm, I'm in one of these buildings on this map, right? And so this, these are the, this is the former U.S. Army headquarters, Fort Clayton. People who are stationed here know about Fort Clayton. Our flag used to fly right over there, the U.S. So they're flag, literally right taking now. over U.S. military bases and turning them to giant U.N. invasion points. 1999, you know, when, it, when uh, you know, uh, Carter gave it back, 1999, it was officially... I remember they were worried, off. they were worried that Carter gave it back in 79, it was transferred in the 90s, that it would become a Chinese base. It has for illegal invasion. It has. So in 99, they actually did the transfer, right? So they just had the 25-year celebration, but one week ago, on Saturday, right? So, yeah, last Saturday. And so I was, I was actually with Brett Weinstein and Chris Martinson out in the on the on the canal so we didn't go to the celebration but it was right out the door over here so they just had a big celebration with all the ngos and igos here and I, well, we wanted to be there but we couldn't be two places at once but the bottom line is this is the headquarters this headquarters used to be the u.s army south headquarters now it's the invade there's highest on that map i made that footage i just made that when i was with Chris absolutely so I, the time we've Brett got Lesley. limited time and i'm gonna do an emergency show tomorrow at noon i don't know if you can pop in during that but but if you can please i'll do. come on for you anytime well I, I, anytime I'm, man only time i don't come for him for you is when i'm in the jungle and i don't get your message 
No, I appreciate you, sir. So thank you. We'll be live at noon tomorrow for several hours. Anytime you can pop in for 30 minutes commercial free, we'll do it. But getting back to Texas, it's great that people are mobilized. I love the other states supporting Texas is drawn attention. I see it as positive, but, but I understand you don't have confidence in Abbott. I get that. I agree with you overall, but what could the, what could the trap be like January 6th? What could they try to stage? I mean, what would you be looking for? Anything goes, Alex, as you know. I mean, you're, I, I watched your show yesterday. I watch your show all the time whenever time I get a chance. You were on yesterday with Doc Chambers, my good friend, Green Beret doctor. And, uh, and, we, and, and Doc and I were chatting about it this morning and talking about it. He's going on Tucker today. Him and Brett Weinstein are going on today. They might be on right now. And, uh, and, and, and Doc's starting, you know, he sees it as well. He's a smart man. He spent a lot of time in wars and whatnot. He smells the trap as well. I don't know what they'll do, but you know, you, you talked about it yesterday, what they might do, some sort of false flag. Look at January 6th. I mean, Glywitz, look October 7th. To me, that was an obvious false flag. False flags are normal. A lot of people don't get that. They, they get the, they have this idea that agent provocateurs and false flags. No, they're almost always a precursor to any major political or military event. They're the norm, not the exception. Explain that. Absolutely. It's just like a lure is the norm when you're fishing. You know, I use lures to fish, right? It's like that. Is that the exception or the norm? Keep going. I mean, so I, I, I you know, I would be, look, why Texans and Americans, Texans are Americans, but you, other Americans are, are not going to close the border down by going to Eagle Pass. Why would you go into their baited air? Why would you let them choose the battleground, right? I mean, don't go in to fight and do violence for starters. But the, at the same time, don't go to some a trap that they clearly are setting even if it's not a trap, it should be assumed that it's a trap because we saw what happened on January 6th. We see them lie constantly. They never tell the truth unless it's by accident. I mean, this is just, that's just how they roll. They just, look, when Chris Martinson was on your show, I just had Chris Martinson out here as well. Well, he sure gets it. After he came down here, he put a lot of things together that I didn't see yet. But Chris Martinson said yesterday on your show, he said something, Dr. Martinson, he said something like, uh, you know, when they have the opportunity to tell the truth, they lie anyway. Something like that. It's not verbatim. Hold on. Do five more minutes with us. I want to focus on Texas and your concerns about it being a honey trap. It's good people are standing up and involved, but they should have their head on a swivel aware of that. Back in two minutes, Michael Yon is our guest. We're in an emergency broadcast noon tomorrow. If he can, he'll join us. Others are joining us, but we're live right now. Stay with us. The second American revolution is happening now right in front of you. And you're tuned into InfoWars because you're either looking for the truth or you're already a patriot. I'm asking you now to realize we are at the fulcrum, the crossroads in the fight for human destiny and human future. Please spread the word about the broadcast. Please buy great products at InfoWarsStore.com. And please pray for the transmission. Without you, we're going to fail. But if you simply take action and spread the word and pray for the broadcast and buy the products, you will continue to aid us together in our victory against these tyrants. But now is the time to make the decision. I know there's millions of forms of media out there and all this BS, and the globalists hope you get lost in all of it. But notice the globalists, the New World Order, are coming after us because they realize we've got their number. Think about it. InfoWars is the tip of the spear. If you want to support the tip of the spear, that decision is up to you. Please support us now in the Fuller Store. 
Why do you think the globalists are desperately trying to censor everybody? Why are they attacking myself and Donald Trump and Elon Musk and everybody else? Because they can't get through this giant megalomaniacal power grab if we're here exposing them. But we're not just exposing their operation. In my new book, we give you the solutions to build a new, better world, an alternative to Klaus Schwab's You Will Eat the Bugs. This is the Great Awakening. The plan to defeat the globalist and launch the second great renaissance. It's a companion to my last book that was a number one worldwide bestseller. And this book is even thicker and even more powerful. Get your copy of The Great Awakening today at InfoWarsStore.com. Either signed as a fundraiser, and I thank you for the support, or unsigned. But whatever you do, take action now. We're fighting for you, but we can't keep on if you don't support us. So please, get the historic book now. Go now to InfoWarsStore.com and get The Great Awakening. The Great Awakening at InfoWarsStore. Leading a frontal assault on the lies of the New World Order, it's Alex Jones. The answer to 1984 is 1776. Investigative journalist, former special operations operative, one of the, the most famous wartime correspondents, is now in America because the battle for the republic is happening here. All right, we're going to put this video out on X. It, it's really important. I really respect your view. What do you make recapping it of what's happening in Texas, all these states, and your concerns, I know I've got concerns about federally infiltrated militias staging some type of event. I've got other journalists on the ground we'll be talking to coming up in the next few days that say, indeed, they believe they've come in contact with federally run militias that are preparing to give a bad, bad name to anybody trying to control our border. Uh, Michael Yon, what do you have to say to that? Well, Alex, you know, not many people really know the breadth of my experience in war and conflict. Uh, you would really have to have followed me for Decades, right? I've spent many years in wars and conflicts, and I've been to a lot of uh, violent protests and, for instance, coups uh, to, in, to in Thailand, lots of false flags that were quite obvious. Like I was about to go interview a general one day, and bam, somebody shot him, killed him, shot him in the head, right? I mean, I mean, these sorts of things are normal. I mean, I've seen so many of these sorts of things you wouldn't believe, right? And so for me, a false flag is like another day at the office. So it's not exotic to think about it. It is like my office, right? And this one smells like that. Now, keep in mind, this is a multiplayer game. It doesn't mean the U.S. government would be the one to do it. It could be CCP. It could be Russians. It could be Hezbollah. It could be anybody that wants to just get it on, right? It could be some some cartel uh, narcos in Mexico shooting across the river. It could be a lot of pe- It could be some crazy people in a militia. It could be a lot of people, right? It's a multiplayer game. But the energy is quite high right now. And if it, and we already know that the so-called, I call it OGUS, the occupational government of the United States, we already know that it's out of control. We already know that it, the only rules that it plays by is anything it can get away with, it will do, right? We already know that. We saw January 6th. We see Americans have to show their ID and get searched and whatnot to get on airplanes. Meanwhile, they got illegals, I mean, straight up invaders, Coming across the border by the thousands every day that can board aircraft without any ID. There, there are no rules. They, we are clearly being hunted. And, and, I mean, the American citizens, patriots are clearly being hunted. They're looking for any excuse to go to war and they will do it. I mean, obviously there's going to be a very serious war. It's clearly coming. Don't walk into their traps. Do not do it. 
Why again? Why would you go to Eagle Pass, which is so baited, when Abbott clearly could close the border if he wanted to? This is clearly a wrestling match. This is clearly a show. That's the Thunderdome. Don't go. Do other things to close the border, right? Uh, I mean, there are many things that you could do to help close the border. I won't give advice, but I mean, you, you know, there is are it the biggest thing to get Congress to cut off the State Department funding to the UN? Yeah, they could cut it off. I mean, look, I'm in the city of Nolens right here. Our invasion is caused by the people on this map. I mean, in Panama, these these are the IOM and the and 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 the Red Cross and all these clowns at Highest. You know, Highest is the Hebrew Immigrant Aid Society, right? It's mostly funded by the United States. It's in the open, isn't it? Listen, Mayorkas was a board member on Highest. You you just showed the map yesterday and today. You see the one circled with Highest and the the date. That was my footage, right? I'm the one that circled it. Highest, I'm out there with him all the time. I almost rented that building that Highest has down in Darien. I almost, I, I was trying to rent it and Highest got it before me. It's right beside one of the camps, right? And so Highest is actually right beside China Camp in Darien Province, Panama. Here they call it San Vicente Camp. I call it China Camp because that's where most of the Chinese go. Now, let me be clear. I want to state it again. Mayorkas was a board member on Highest. The Hebrew Immigrant Aid Society, he was a board member. Then he moved to Department of Homeland Security, where he is now the chief, right? And you can go to the highest website, H-I-A-S website, and you can see where they're congratulating Mayorkas. That's right. He's quarterbacking the whole thing. Send us everything you want to cover tomorrow. You'll be with us at 12 noon tomorrow, emergency broadcast this Saturday, January 27th. Michael Yon, thank you so much. Everybody can follow you on X. Just search your name, Michael Yon. Thank you so much. 12 noon central. I'll be there tomorrow, sir. We'll see you. Thank you so much. Alex Newman, expert of the New World Order, in 60 seconds. Stay with us. 29 years on air. All I've wanted to do was warn the people about the globalist. And I've done the best job I can to tell the truth and been accurate. And we are on record as the most accurate there are. And I've tried to sell products to fund ourselves. Unlike other communist revolutionaries that rob banks and kidnap people, we don't do that. We try to bring you products that really work. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm scared of this product. It's so powerful. This is the breakdown product after your cells process it of folic acid, methyl folate with high quality organic B complex. This stuff is rocket fuel. It's not a stimulant. It energizes your cells and then everything else you take just supercharges it. It's so insane. It's foundational energy. The strongest formula out there at InfoWarsStore.com. It doesn't just energize this operation against the tyrants. It energizes you. Get foundational energy now. Receiving this transmission, you are the resistance. Live from Austin, Texas, you're listening to The Alex Jones Show. Well, we're living inside the operational phase of the New World Order. The same NGOs that ran the invasion of Europe the last 15 years are running the invasion against the United States. 25 other governors and states have joined Texas. That's 26 against what's happening. Regardless, the attention is good and positive. Is it going to save us? No, but awareness will lead 
to cutting off the funding to the UN NGOs that are running the invasion. Well, Alex Newman is the CEO of Liberty Sentinel Media and senior editor at the New American Magazine, in addition to writing for various other huge publications worldwide. He's an award-winning investigative journalist, educator, author, speaker, and investor, national syndicated radio host, and consultant who seeks to glorify God in everything he does. And his new book has just been released, Indoctrinating Our Children. We'll have him back soon just on the book. We'll talk about some today. Indoctrinating Our Children to Death, Government Schools, War on Faith, Family and Freedom, How to Stop It, LibertySentinel.org, TheNewAmerican.com. People ask how I've been so ahead of the curve. Well, New American Magazine, uh, and, and before that was out, my family were involved with the John Birch Society and just dead on, we're talking about vindicated. So, Alex, there's so much to hit here. You sent me a lot of topics that I really want to get into. But first off, the border invasion, what's happening, how it ties into things. This is really, I think, a lens or a keyhole into their operations. It really is, Alex. And, you know, as somebody who grew up in Latin America, I spent most of my childhood in Mexico and Brazil and was educated there. I can tell you that the people coming across the border – a lot of them have been indoctrinated from the time they were little tiny children. I know because I lived it to believe that the United States is the source of all their evils, the, that to believe that the United States is the reason why they're poor, the reason why their own governments are corrupt. It was constantly drilled into our heads. The, the gringos are at fault. They invaded our country. They steal our resources. They do this and that and the other. And so when you combine the indoctrination that the young people who are coming across our border now have received as children, and the indoctrination that's happening to the children in the United States, what you realize is the vast majority of younger people, whether they be native-born Americans or the illegals coming across the border, have a passionate desire to see the United States of America destroyed, not just as a nation, but as Rich Higgins said from the National Security Council during the Trump administration, even as an ideal, the principles that our country was founded on uh, need to be fully discredited. And so uh, I was listening to Michael Yan right before I came on, Talking about this is an invasion force. It literally is. They want a civil war in this country. They want Americans shooting at each other. They want immigrants from Somalia, from uh, all over Latin America, from the, the Middle East, all adding confusion to this. They've got special operators coming in from China. They want to create the most disastrous situation that anybody can imagine. And, and I believe that the indoctrination of the young people, not just in the United States, but around the world, is critical to pushing this New World Order agenda forward. In fact, I don't think you can even understand the New World Order without understanding the role that the government school system all around the world, now under the leadership of the United Nations, is playing in preparing humanity for that. Well, let's start running through so people understand what's happening. So... The process actually began 150 years ago. Now, a lot of people don't realize that government schools are a new and innovative idea, right? The, the idea that government would educate children would have been inconceivable to an American or anybody else in the world 200 years ago. That was the, the parents' job, right? But you had a group of communists, starting with uh, Robert Owen, who was a communist before even Karl Marx came out, thinking, hey, we need to fundamentally transform America. We need to turn these people away from the Bible, away from God, away from the constitutional principles that created America, and toward a collectivistic vision of humanity, of society, etc. So he set in motion this train that eventually would become the public school system. From there, you had communists like John Dewey and super capitalists like the Rockefellers joining forces to, to really expand the system across the United States. If you look at the education that Americans had before the system came into being and you compare it with what we have today, it's like night and day. Americans back then were incredibly knowledgeable. They were incredibly literate. They understood logic. They understood history. They understood how to evaluate evidence. 
Today, the majority of American adults, according to the federal government's own data, are basically functionally illiterate. So this has all been part of a long design. Of course, you know the Rockefellers are an intimate part of the New World Order agenda. In fact, the Rockefellers and the Carnegies teamed up to unleash this system of public school around the world. Right? And so now you have the United Nations. Alex, this is what people need to understand. The United Nations is taking the lead on education issues. And it's been doing this for a long time. They have a whole agency dedicated to this, the UNESCO, UN Educational, Scientific, and Cultural Organization. And they're promoting pedophilia, officially saying sex with kids. I mean, you think you've got a local government or a local school. In almost every case, it's UN policy. It absolutely is, Alex. That's what people don't understand. They think we're going to run for school board and we're going to fix this. You have no idea what you're talking about. This is coming from the U.N. to the U.S. Department of Education, from the U.S. Department of Education and the unions. It's then uh, pushed on the states and the local governments from the state and local government goes into your classroom. So the U.N. uh, uh, decades ago actually wrote what they call the World Core Curriculum. Now, this was written by the Assistant Secretary General of the U.N. He's called the father of global education. His name was Robert Mueller, and he admits in the forward to the teacher's manual. In plain English, he says, the principles on which this is based is are found in the books of Alice Bailey and the Tibetan teacher, Jval Kul. Well, I know you know this, Alex, but I know most Americans have no clue who Alice Bailey was. I'll give you a hint. She was the founder of the Lucifer Publishing Company. So you have the guy who wrote the World Core Curriculum admitting it's based on the principles of a crazy lady who claimed to be communicating with ascended masters. And for people that didn't know, Hitler followed her, uh, uh, Aleister Crowley did. She's a big cheese. She's huge. I mean, when you get into the higher levels of globalism, she is like, you know, one of the top dogs when it comes to spiritual issues. Now, they've changed the name of the Lucifer Publishing Company because that was just a little too obvious. They now call it the Lucius Trust, but it's still there. They talk about this new age that we're going into. And so she's got a book, Education in the New Age, right? And this was written uh, 60, 70 years ago that she was cooperating again with these ascended masters, which if you read your Bible, she was talking to demons or she was schizophrenic, one or the other. And she says that the goal of education needs to be to prepare children for world government, that we're entering this new era, this new age for humanity, where we're going to evolve into a higher level of consciousness. And the people holding us back are the Christians because they cling to this idea uh, of God and, and all the rest of it. They literally take the biblical story and flip it upside down, right? So, so Christians understand the serpent in the garden, satanic lies, right? You can be as and God. And now they've got well, this new show. Start over on that. That, that They've got... Uh, a new show, uh, financed by Amazon, where the devil's actually the hero, back to Adam and Eve. Yeah, and this all comes out of Alice Bailey. She wrote in one of her books, Externalization of the Hierarchy, that eventually you're going to have to introduce all of society to the occult rituals and mysteries that these people consider to have been you know, a critical part of their movement, going back to who knows how far back into the past, maybe all the way back to, to Babel and um, uh, Nimrod. So all of this is happening through the school system. That's what people really need to understand. Your children are not being educated in any sense that a normal person would recognize, right? Normal people, you ask them, what does education mean? They'll say, well, they're going to teach my children how to read, write, and do math. Don't take my word for it. We've got the federal data on this. Every two years, the U.S. Department of Education does what they call the National Assessment of Education. They're turning us into total savages. They are. Uh, uh, Savages who are ready for a one-world government, who are ready to tear down their families, their communities, their churches, their country, their constitution. And they've, they've been working on this. Again, we've got the whole history. We've got the primary source documents where John Dewey openly talked about. We've got to dumb them down slowly. And wasn't the so French Revolution and the Jacobins their big beta test? 
It was. And, and that's what people need to understand. It's a total inversion of Christian principles. The French Revolution was a satanic revolution organized by secret societies. They hated God so much, Alex, they couldn't even tolerate a seven-day week. They declared that you know, God made the world in seven days. We can't have that. We're going to have a 10-day week. They chopped off the heads of the, the Christian priests and pastors. They put up a prostitute in Notre Dame Cathedral and said, here, worship the goddess of reason. And so all these movements are now coalescing. And the primary mechanism that they're using to move the world in this direction is the government school system. I'll say it again. The public school system is their main weapon to make all of this happen. Yeah, the border crisis is huge. It's essential. The the war on our constitution, the war on our energy systems, the war on our farmers, all of these are critical. But the main element, the, the one on which everything will rise or fall, is the indoctrination of the next generation. That's the critical point. All right, so I want to get into your new book and all of it, but just tying it in to everything that's happening and, and, and what we're witnessing. Let me ask you this. How is it going for the New World Order? Because I see a lot of awakening, a massive uh, acceleration of understanding. The globalist leaks say they're in trouble. They think they're losing. I don't want to be over-optimistic, but it, but it, it seems like their plan can only succeed if the general public's in the dark. H- how would you describe where humanity is right now in this attempted takeover of our development? Uh, great question, Alex. And I always start from the premise that God is sovereign. And so ultimately, it won't be up to the globalists if and when they succeed. But, you know, you mentioned the John Birch Society earlier. Robert Welch, the, the founder of the John Birch Society, he saw a lot of these things, you know, 60 plus years ago, started writing about them. And he said there was going to come a time where these New World Order fanatics, he's calling the insiders, were going to have to do the equivalent of run naked through the streets. Right? We are there now. And so what Robert Welch said was this was going to be the primary and best opportunity for humanity to stop these people. He said there's going to come a time where the agenda is going to be so obvious. And, and you know, Alex, you, you've been sounding the alarm about this long before we got to this point, right? So your viewers, your listeners already knew all this was coming. But to your average Joe on the street who's just trying to feed his family, just trying to get a raise at work, all this stuff is new. But what's happening now is the stuff that was hidden, right, the agenda for a world government, the, the invasion of our country, the dumbing down of our children, all these different elements that are coalescing into this one world agenda from hell, uh, they're now all out in the open. So they went from, oh, we're not doing that. You're being a conspiracy theorist. To, How could you not want a border invasion? How could you not want these uh, sex perversions taught to your children in public school? So now is the chance for us to stop them. Uh, like you pointed out, I, I do believe these people are absolutely terrified. They're right to be terrified. They are going to be held accountable at some point. They're going to face justice. They should be quaking in their boots. But I believe that they are incredibly scared. It, it, it first really hit me when they banned you from all the platforms, Alex. When they banned you, for me, it, as horrible news, as it was, it was good news in a sense because what it showed me is they recognized even by rigging the algorithms for YouTube and Google to try to silence you and suppress you and other people like you, they still couldn't keep the control of the narrative. So they lost control of the narrative somewhere in my view back around 2015, 2016. That trend has accelerated. Now we've got millions of people waking up on a almost weekly basis, not just in the United States, but around the world. And if these trends continue, all these evildoers, if they're lucky, they're going to end up in jail. So it's do or die time for them. And that's why it's, it's a great opportunity for us to stop them. But it's also a time of great danger. As Michael was just explaining before I came on, all kinds of very volatile situations could emerge potentially in the very near future. You know, lights out, communications out, civil war brewing, uh, false flag attacks. These are all the types of tools that they would use in desperation to try to regain control of the narrative, to try to shut everything down again. Think what they did during COVID, but multiplied by 10 or 20. 
Uh, folks, we're in a time of great opportunity and great danger. Now's the time for everybody listening to us, all the people who've just been kind of listening passively, haven't really been involved. Now's the time to get involved. Starts in your own home. Protect your own children from this agenda. Then work outwards. Start with your block. Start with your neighborhood. Get to then your city council, your county commission. We've got to do this piece by piece, and now's the time for us to get it done when everybody can see what's happening. You know, a lot of people see... 25 states joining Texas and the barbed wire and the illegals getting backed up and then them leaving Eagle Pass to go somewhere else. And they say, oh, you know, it, it, it's, 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 it's just, uh, the governor, you know, he's been the WEF, he's a traitor. It, you know, it, it's, it's all some type of smoke and mirrors, but I see it as the public forcing this out in the open and the support of Texas regardless is very real and should be celebrated. I don't think it's some panacea. I don't think it's going to fix everything, but what do you think about the current border crisis? I think what's happening with Texas and what's happening with the other Republican governors chiming in and supporting Texas is absolutely critical, Alex, because look, right now we all recognize that the federal government is in the hands of people who hate us, who are trying to destroy our country. The way to resist that, we always want to use lawful means of resistance. And so historically, you know, if you go back to the Bible, you have over and over again these examples of God's people standing in the gap between the higher magistrate and the people. Go back to Exodus chapter 1. The Hebrew midwives defied Pharaoh and refused to kill the baby boys. You go to uh, Daniel. You have Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego refusing to bend the knee to this golden idol that Nebuchadnezzar had set up. You go to the New Testament. In the book of Acts, you have the apostles saying, look, it's better to obey God than men. So we've always had uh, in throughout Christian history and, and during the Reformation, we saw this as well, this doctrine of the lesser magistrates where people must do what's right, even if it's in conflict with what, say, what President Biden or, or the Congress is saying. And so what Texas is doing right now, I think, is a role model. Same thing uh, in with uh, COVID in Florida. Right. When uh, Joe Biden imposed, for example, the vaccine mandate, our legislature got together. Our governor said, look, we're going to pass a law that deliberately defies that. If you want to force vaccinate somebody in this state, if you're going to fire them for not taking the shot, you're going to pay a fine that's 10 times bigger than what the feds are going to do. So we've got to have state governments and even county governments, sheriffs, county commissions. We've got to have pushback. We're not going to accept that. We do. And, and lawful through the state and through the local is the best way to do it. So overall, this is positive, but I'm concerned about false flags. Absolutely. Absolutely. This is hugely positive, right? What the governor of Texas is doing right now should be an example for governors and county mayors all over the country. Next step is we've got to join forces. We've got to get these 25, 30 Republican states to join together and say, under no circumstances will we allow this. But you're right. We must be aware of false flags. There are special forces now from China, from other hostile nations spread all over the United States that have come in over the last few years. They've got sleeper cells. They can be activated at a moment's notice to take out the power grid, to take out the sewage treatment facilities. So we've got to be on our guard. I suspect uh, the evildoers are coming up with possible false flags as we speak. Something to blame Trump supporters, right? Yeah, all, all this Joe Biden and Hillary Clinton stuff that Trump supporters are extremists and they're cult members who need to be deprogrammed. They're laying the psychological foundation for the handful of people who still believe them to unleash incredible persecution on their critics. So we must be very, very aware of false flags. Uh, need to make sure we don't get caught in any of their traps, as Michael just pointed out. Because, again, this is a time of great opportunity, but it's also a time of great danger. I believe the globalists are like a cornered animal right now. They recognize that they have to do something dramatic to get to regain control of the narrative, to get back in a in a uh, controlling position. So uh, we've got to be very careful. But, again, that should not be an excuse not to get involved, not to do stuff. We just need to expose them. And whenever you hear something crazy happening that doesn't make sense, 
Go to InfoWars.com. Go to TheNewAmerican.com. We will do our best to get the truth out for you. And then it's your job, folks out there listening, to get this information to your friends and your family, even the ones who might still be stuck watching CNN or MSNBC. Absolutely. Alex Newman, great investigative journalist, researcher, author. Let, 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 let's start talking about the points you sent me. You kind of already foreshadowed this. How America became illiterate. How the school system was federalized and then globalized. How the creators of the system always had in mind undermining Christianity and the principles of liberty in America was founded on how we can fight back and what is absolutely essential that we do. And then so much more we're going to get into. Yeah, well, thank you, Alex. And so I, I go back to the beginning with the genesis of the public school system. Now, the, the guy I mentioned him earlier, the guy who came up with this idea that government ought to educate our children was named Robert Owen. And he was a communist. He, even before Karl Marx came along and wrote the Communist Manifesto, he wanted to get rid of private property. He wanted to abolish the nuclear family. Uh, and he believed so fervently in these principles. He, he actually bought a piece of land in Indiana and set up a communist commune. Uh, it failed in less than two years. And he concluded that the reason it failed was that all these people – had been raised by Christian parents in a Christian society that valued family, that valued private property, that still clung to the ideals in the Bible. And so he said, how are we going to change that? Well, this is a fascinating story. He launched and created what a whistleblower later described as a secret society modeled on the Carbonari. Uh, and we've got the primary source documents for this in the book. Uh, the whistleblower, his name was Orestes Brownson. He says he was part of this secret society. He was in charge of organizing a part of New York. And he said the, the immediate goals were to shift public opinion in favor of government schools. Right? This was, again, before we had public schools in America. Uh, and they wanted to get men elected to legislatures who would support the idea of a government role for education. Well, um, this was a, a very hard sell, right? Americans were incredibly well-educated, primarily homeschooled, and then all the different church denominations ran their own school networks. And then, of course, we had Christian universities like Harvard, Yale, Princeton. I mean, Abraham Lincoln was homeschooled. Right. And, and almost all of our founding fathers were primarily homeschooled, right? Some of them went on to get uh, degrees when they were 14 or 15 at Harvard or Yale or Princeton, you know, good Christian schools back then. But, but Thomas Jefferson was the norm at that time. That's right. Uh, you know, parents, older siblings and aunts and uncles and grandparents really were teaching uh, how to read, how to write, how, how to do math, the history of the world. The Bible, of course, was the primary textbook. These were incredibly well-educated people. And so this whistleblower, Orison Brownson, he eventually became a Catholic, and, and he repented of this involvement with the secret society, and he wrote a book about it, and he said that the ultimate objective, th this is key, the ultimate objective, he said, was to destroy Christianity. Right? They, uh, even before you know Antonio Gramsci, we all know about cultural Marxism and so on, but long before that, the communists had already figured out that Christianity was the giant roadblock in the way of their utopia. So that's the guy who came up with the idea of government schools. Um, the texts and essays that he wrote ended up in the hands of the dictator of Prussia. The dictator of Prussia, according to Robert Owen in his autobiography, so much approved of this idea that the government should educate children that he ordered his interior minister to set up a network of government schools, just as Robert Owen had dreamed up. Well, the founding father of America's public school system, Horace Mann, went to Prussia, studied this system, brought it to Massachusetts, got himself selected as the first ever secretary of education for any state. Right? We had never had a secretary of education in any state before that. Brought the Prussian system into Massachusetts. Once he finished with Massachusetts, he went around the country preaching, like you know, like a, a traveling evangelist, preaching the good news of salvation by government schools. And little by little, the other states started saying, "Well, we'll set up a government school here. We'll we'll get the government involved there." And then along comes John Dewey, who's almost universally recognized today as the founding father of public education. He actually went to the Soviet Union for his ideas. Alex, this is a guy who wrote 
multiple essays for the New Republic about how wonderful the Soviet Union was. This is the guy who designed and built the system that today is educating our children. This was 100 years ago. So incredible, right? So he teams up with the Rockefellers, the super capitalists. So you got a communist who loves the Soviet Union teaming up with the Rockefeller dynasty. They, they had a philanthropy called the General Education Board. They gave Dewey over $3 million to set up an experimental school at the University of Chicago, graduated a bunch of kids that couldn't read, couldn't write, couldn't tell right from wrong, and couldn't do math. And they said, that will be perfect. That's the model we'll use for the whole country. He moved over to Columbia University, started the, at the Teachers College, brought in the Frankfurt School criminals who, who so, so they were developing literally lawless, mindless morons, an army of idiots. Exactly. That's exactly what it is, Alex. I mean, they, they had a plan to dumb down the American people, literally make us illiterate, right? This was a deliberate thing. Before the government got involved in education, you had virtually 100 percent Well, I remember literacy. reading documents from over 100 years ago. The big U.S. Banking Association was like, too many people are literate. They're too smart. We've got to take control of education. Exactly what uh, John Dewey believed. Uh, he actually outlines in an essay that he wrote called The Primary Education Fetish. So, you know, the, Americans don't really need to learn how to read, write, and do math when they're little. We should really focus on socializing them, making them part of the collective. But he says in there, you know, we have to do this gradually because if people find out what we're doing, there's going to be a violent reaction. So he was made the honorary life president of the National Education Association. And then over the decades to come, they excluded the Bible. They dumbed down the population. They turned tens of millions of Americans into actual illiterates using a, a process that we outline in the book that, by the way, is still used under Common Core today. That's why the kids can't read. And little by little, you know, then we got in 1962, the Supreme Court stepped in. They said no more prayer in school. Next year, they said no more Bible in school. Uh, the, the justice who wrote the dissent, uh, Justice Potter Stewart, in this case, said what happened here was not the establishment of neutrality with respect to religion in the schools. He said what actually is happening here is the establishment of the religion of secularism, which John Dewey would have recognized as his religion, the religion of humanism. So uh, let me Let's talk explain for a that when we come back. Alex Newman on fire. This, this is striking at the root how they took over and how he reversed it straight ahead. Stay with us and tell folks tune in now. Hey, let me start by saying you do a great show. Thank you. Hey, let me point out that I took X2 iodine. I started taking that stuff. The best iodine I think I ever found is what you guys are selling. When did you start taking and it? I, about four years ago, I had high blood pressure, and I was on blood pressure medicine. Mm -hmm. And I started eating a little better, but my blood pressure stayed high. And when I took X2 iodine, after about three or four weeks, I think my body detoxified of a bunch of metals and stuff that my body was storing. And my blood pressure came down to perfect level. And I tell people the only thing I did was X2 iodine. And even though I do think all your other products are good, I recommend to anybody that they start with X2 iodine because it detoxifies your body and kind of kicks your natural DNA in, into uh, full force. So in my, in my life, I found X2 iodine the best. I tried other iodines and they didn't have the same effect. But so X2 iodine, I really wanted to point that out. The second American revolution is happening now right in front of you. And you're tuned in to InfoWars because you're either looking for the truth or you're already a patriot. I'm asking you now to realize we are at the fulcrum, the crossroads in the fight for human destiny and human future. Please spread the word about the broadcast. Please buy great products at InfoWarsTour.com. And please...
pray for the transmission. Without you, we're going to fail. But if you simply take action and spread the word and pray for the broadcast and buy the products, you will continue to aid us together in our victory against these tyrants. But now is the time to make the decision. I know there's millions of forms of media out there and all this BS, and the globalists hope you get lost in all of it. But notice the globalists, the New World Order, are coming after us because they realize we've got their number. Think about it. InfoWars is the tip of the spear. If you want to support the tip of the spear, that decision is up to you. Please support us now at Fuller Store. I talk a lot about the great successes InfoWars has had. I don't think anybody can deny it. And it is because of listeners and viewers supporting us. But when we talk about the crew at InfoWars, people behind the scenes, the researchers, the writers, they really have been the MVPs in this fight. And when you look at Harrison Smith and Owen Schroyer and the hard work they engage in every day, five, six, seven days a week, it's really just incredible. So for myself and the whole InfoWars crew, I thank you for your past support. I only encourage you now to realize that InfoWars cannot stay on air if you do not support us. I know you spread the word. I know you pray for us. and That's wonderful. Keep doing it. But most viewers and listeners never go to InfoWarsStore.com and you never buy great products that enrich and empower your life while at the same time keeping us on air. I know that less than 1% of our listeners actually go buy products at InfoWarsStore.com. If just 1% more of you took action and went to InfoWarsStore.com, our funding problems will be over. Please take action now. We are in the middle of a crude and ugly communist revolution funded by the big banks as a battering ram into a new age digital economy and a total surveillance state. All branches of government are attacking we the people and they offer us only one option, a meaningless vote in a rigged election. What we can do is be prepared. And you can support the InfoWar by shopping at InfoWarStore.com for products to help you through good times and bad. And you can share the videos at Band.Video. Our best hope still is and always has been a mass awakening. So download the videos, share them, upload them, and send them everywhere. Let the world unite for truth, justice, and 1776 worldwide. Leading a frontal assault on the lies of the New World Order, it's Alex Jones. to tyrants is obedience to God. It's Alex Jones. It was about two weeks ago. I, I barely covered it, but it was in mainstream news. Airlines to hire disabled pilots, including mentally ill. And people saw that headline like, well, what does that mean? Well, it shows how evil this plan is that these humans that say they're almost all of them involved in the occult, that hiring psychiatric patients, schizophrenics, there's the New York Post, is empowering people, but oh, but the NBA can be 95% black. You hear that, you go, where'd they come up with this? Because they want to wreck humans running things and make it all AI. They want to purge the military and make it all robot because that'll follow orders. 
So you look at the left trying to wreck minds and wreck logic and wreck education and wreck civilization and say they want a post-industrial world because they believe them with a tiny brain trust that still is informed, they'll be able to rule us all because we're such gibbering idiots. But imagine, we're going to put a schizophrenic in and now the airlines are lobbying to only have one pilot and that'll be a schizophrenic. If you're a new listener, this isn't satire. I'm not joking. So you can see, investigative journalist, author Alex Newman, the end game here, this is very spiritual. This isn't people coming up with this for hundreds of years, different political movements all coming up with the same idea to destroy the family, to dumb us down, to make us weak, to, 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 to turn us into evil creatures. And, you know, I saw Maria Z was a talk show host that co-hosts with us often, and she said this on X. Do people understand what a victory is? Do people understand what a victory it is that the globalist Satanists have not managed to corrupt your mind and your heart despite their endless efforts? Again, do people understand what a victory it is? The globalist Satanists have not managed to corrupt your mind and your heart despite their endless efforts. They cannot win because they can never take our minds or our hearts. Understand this. The war is for you, all of your being, and you will never let them have it. You have already won with your defiance. And that really comes down to it. We have free will, and, and keeping control of our soul and our mind and protecting our children is the future. And as the enemy program goes from op from beta to operational and comes out in the open, this is going to be our strongest moment where people face the full horror of what we're up against. Can, can you speak to what I just said? Yeah, and, and that's it's so true, Alex, that being able to go through a program of 12 years of systematic, scientifically engineered indoctrination and come out the other side and still recognize uh, the truth that we're talking about here, that there is a diabolical evil group of elitists who want to enslave humanity, who want to build this one world totalitarian system, to be able to recognize that we're being lied to on all these different levels, even to be able to use logic and evaluate evidence. Uh, these are all an enormous victory over over their agenda. Now, they're getting better and better at what they're doing, right? Again, people think that their children are being educated in the schools. They're not. Uh, it's actually a, a glorified version of what Pavlov was doing to, to his dogs. Uh, they are uh, basically conditioning them. This is behavioral psychology. This is emotional conditioning so that they won't think. Right, So that they'll have an emotional response to trigger words like, we should secure the border. Then they're supposed to drool like the dogs and say, no, that's racist. Right? They're not actually thinking about the facts. They're not thinking about the implications of any of these things. They're just responding with their emotional conditioning. And so to be able to go through 12 years of that, and some of us even went to college and had an extra four years or, or even six years or eight years if you got a doctorate, uh, to be able to come out of that and still be able to think clearly and recognize that we are being deceived on a massive scale here is an enormous, enormous victory. Uh, the numbers, though, unfortunately, have not been very good, right? If you look at, at some of the polling data, Alex, and I know you've seen some of this, too, uh, they did a poll a few years ago, a scientific poll. It was commissioned by the Victims of Communism Memorial Foundation on uh, young Americans, my generation, millennials. And what they found was that 70 percent of millennials said they would vote for a socialist candidate in the future. In other words, over two-thirds of my generation would go for socialism before free markets and freedom. There was another poll, uh, also a scientific poll. They interviewed young people. Among millennials, less than half now identify as Christian. This in a country that was founded by Christians for Christian purposes. And, and like something like 20-plus percent, depending, are, are, quote, gay. 
or, or you know, not. Right. And, so, and the numbers are getting crazier. They've got polls now that show 50% of young people identify as an L or a G or a T or a B or what, you know, one of these letters. Uh, and so the, the numbers are getting worse for us, but what's happening is a lot of these kids are then getting deprogrammed, right? They're, they're accessing true information. Like a lot of people that get people transgendered wake up and realize, no, I was in a cult. They cut my genitals off. Right. And, and then they, then they, then they're angry. They're like, wait, you, you lied to me. And this is a process that I went through. I went to very, very elite international schools, Alex. They were, where they train up, you know, the future managers of the one. Yeah. World talk about yourself. What woke you up? Tell us about that. Well, uh, I think one of the big advantages I had, and this kind of sounds counterintuitive, is that I didn't pay any attention to school. In fact, I got kicked out in the 10th grade. I never went back. I had no interest in school. But had I been paying attention, had I been uh, susceptible to the brainwashing, I might be holding a very senior position in a government or a major corporation right now. That was, that was the uh, path that had been allotted to me. I went to school with the children of billionaires and CEOs of mega, you know, Fortune 500 companies, uh, diplomats, prime ministers, things like this. So, so that's the world I came out of. Now, uh, the indoctrination there is still extreme. I mean, unbelievably extreme, but they give you the tools, right? They taught me how to read properly. I went to a French school in Mexico. They taught me how to read with phonics. Uh, they taught me how to think. They taught me uh, some real history. And so I had some huge advantages that, unfortunately, the victims of public schools in America today don't have. But I would say the biggest advantage for me, and I grew up mostly in Latin America, then Europe, then I went to Africa, then back to Europe. Uh, so being in the U.S. Is, is kind of a new thing for me. But the biggest advantage I had was that I was rebellious and didn't pay attention in school. And, and that sounds counterintuitive, but I, I believe that is what protected me from the incredible brainwashing that so many of the other children that I went to school with so came to. Isn't one of their biggest problems going to be that the managerial class they try to train ahead of AI takeover are going to decide to join humanity? And, and that is a huge problem they're facing right now. How do they make the incentives such that the people who are running these institutions now will deliberately destroy themselves? <laughs> so they've got to make this appealing. They've got to uh, uh, move out the older generation. I think a, a big part of what we saw with COVID uh, was exactly aimed at doing that, right? They purged the military. They purged the intelligence community. They purged federal law enforcement of all the people who had enough brains not to take the COVID injection, right? And so they're systematically eliminating people who think for themselves. They're systematically like ESG and these uh, diversity, equity, and inclusion but things within then the corporation. that purge backfired big. So evil's not all powerful is what we're learning. Absolutely, Alex. And, and that's one of the big mistakes that people who, who learn about the things that we're talking about right now make. They say, well, they control everything. There's nothing we can do. Everything that happens is somehow connected back to their plan. Uh, don't give them godlike powers. They are not gods. They are not sovereign. They don't control everything. Their plan is not always working according to plan, and that is a huge advantage that we have. In fact, I think they are very distressed and very concerned right now about the direction things are going. Well, let's speak more to that. Davos just closed down a few days ago. They got confronted there. People got in their face. World leaders said, you're tyrants, you're control freaks. Uh, I mean, they admitted that we want your trust. Their answer is more censorship. So it, 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 they seem to be hitting the panic button. They are hitting the panic button. That was the big takeaway from Davos, I think, right? The, the obsession throughout this conference was how do we stop people from communicating with each other? And, you know, they, they claim they're fighting misinformation, disinformation, malinformation. But all of that is just a very, very lame smokescreen for how do we stop these people from talking to each other and comparing notes? Uh, I heard a couple of the ladies up there whining about X and, and Elon Musk. Oh, it's toxic, right? They think you being able to speak, you being able to express your opinion, you being able to challenge the 
fraud and the lies that they're putting out there, they think that's toxic and they are hitting the panic button. They're desperate now. You know, they, they tried to ban you from every platform. And guess what? People are still tuning into your program by the millions. Right. So they are very, very concerned about how do we regain control of the narrative and the World Economic Forum, the most recent one that just passed at Davos, in my opinion, is proof positive that they have lost control of the narrative and they are frantic. They are desperate to try to figure out how. No, I agree. And then Tucker Carlson's packing 30,000 people into arenas in Canada and, and, and Trudeau's responding to him. I mean, these people are weak as long as we stand up. We've got God on our side of God be with us. Who can be against us? Make no mistake, though, folks, you're not going to have to wait for the New World Order now. You're going to need to experience it, decide whether you're going to stand against it or submit to it. We'll be right back. Stay with us. Winter is coming. 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 Winter isn't coming. Winter is here. And while the sun isn't helping us produce as much vitamin D, do yourself a favor and try InfoWars Life Winter Sun Plus. Now back in stock and 40% off at InfoWarsStore.com. Winter Sun Plus is a powerful vitamin D-based formula bringing you straight vitamin D3 free of toxic chemicals, allergens, preservatives, artificial colors, and GMOs. Our vitamin D3 formula supports the body's natural immune system, promotes calcium absorption for healthy bones and teeth, and helps sustain healthy tissue and systems of the body. When the winters come, they come cold. So weather the storm and supplement with Winter Sun Plus. 40% off for a limited time at InfoWarsStore.com. A lot of people have asked me, why is InfoWarsStore and InfoWars Life not at a probiotic for more than three years? The answer is simple. We only bring you the highest quality to lowest prices. We had a top maker, top certified of probiotics for more than seven years. They got bought by a libtard company and said, we're not doing business with you, Mr. Jones, anymore. Finally, we got a probiotic just as good or better with a top lab that loves our show. We're able to private label it under InfoWars MD as our probiotic formula. So you can get a super high quality probiotic for amazing gut health and more at InfoWarsStore.com for 25% off right now. Now, wherever you get your probiotics is something everybody should be doing. But I'm asking you to try our probiotic. I think you're going to have an amazing effect and it funds our entire operation. So get your InfoWars MD probiotic today at InfoWarsStore.com. It's a high quality formula and it keeps us on the air. Take action now at InfoWarsStore.com. Bodies is back. The ultimate turmeric product on the market has returned to InfoWarsStore.com and is now 25% off for a limited time. Utilized for thousands of years, turmeric is one of the most studied medicinal herbs today. Hundreds of peer-reviewed scientific articles are published every year on the chemistry and therapeutic potential of turmeric and its active components. Bodies will reduce inflammation throughout the body, help boost and support flexibility, increase mobility, assist in joint function, bolster your immune system, and so much more. Regular turmeric from the store contains about 1-5% to of the active ingredient curcuminoids, but our super-powerful extract using Bodies contains over 95% of the active ingredients in turmeric. No other product can compare with this curcuminoid delivery system, so if you want to put the true power of turmeric to the test, then look no further. Grab yourself a bottle today for 25% off at M4Store.com and put your body at ease. Last year, we put this book out. 
The Great Reset and the War for the World. It became a number one national bestseller. Now we've put part two out and it's even thicker and more powerful. The Great Awakening, the plan to defeat the globalists and launch the second great renaissance. This is such a powerful book. It covers all the globalist plans, the latest developments, how to stop them, and then gives an alternate plan of a society we could build together. That's why it's The Great Awakening. The Great Awakening is happening right now. You can get signed or unsigned copies of the book at InfoWarsStore.com. This is a historic book. I want to thank you all for your support. This is next level information, and it's a great way to not just support the broadcast, but inform yourself of the next level and share the book with friends and family. So whether you want one copy or multiple copies, go now to InfoWarsStore.com and get The Great Awakening. This is going to go to number one. I want to thank you for your support. It's a powerful book. Get yours now. Leading a frontal assault on the lies of the New World Order, it's Alex Jones. Some of the crazy articles breaking on Infowars.com right now. American director exposes New York squatting laws, forcing him to pay bills for family who hijacked his house. And remember what uh, the Centers for Disease Control did during the COVID hoax. They, they were trying to say, oh, no more rents. But then that'll bankrupt everybody. They're trying to destabilize the world. Watch. Canada's climate czar accuses Secretary Carlson of inciting violence against him for pointing out cutting off their energy and, of course, promoting euthanasia is bad. So so these guys are cornered rats. They're not used to being opposed. The public is with us, even though they've been brainwashed and dumbed down. When they see us opposing the globalists, they rally behind us. And, man, is Tucker Carlson not totally kicking ass. Uh, so, Alex Newman, in closing of the time we have, tell us about your new book and in summation what some solutions are in the fight against these maniacs. Well, thank you so much again, Alex. And I, I do believe this is the issue which is going to determine the future of humanity. This is going to determine whether we're going to live as free human beings or whether we're going to be slaves or end up in prison camps. And, and I'm not exaggerating at all. You mentioned in the last segment they're hitting the panic button. They are, as far as free speech, that's very clear. Another way they're hitting the panic button is on the education issue. Uh, over the last year, the Washington Compost, uh, they prefer to be called the Washington Post, uh, Jeff Bezos's personal propaganda megaphone, has been relentlessly demonizing homeschoolers. So has the U.K. Guardian. So have all these major publications. Why? Because they recognize millions of families are fleeing the government's indoctrination centers and they're homeschooling or they're putting their children in thoroughly vetted, very good Christian schools. And for them, that's the worst thing that could happen. Right. Uh, I, I think often of the, the little boy that pointed out the emperor had no clothes. As long as there are a few children who are getting a good education, who are able to think for themselves, who can read, uh, there's always the risk. That, that one child is going to look at the emperor and say, hey, you're naked, right? And then everybody else is going to say, whoa, he's right. The guy is naked. And we can say that, too. So for them, this is a do or die issue. That's why we see this fanatical drive to ban homeschooling. I was living in Sweden when they banned homeschooling. I watched them steal children from homeschool families as they were trying to flee the country to get away from this totalitarianism. Uh, uh, Nazi Germany was the first government in the world to criminalize homeschooling. Now France and, and the Portuguese. Absolutely, but, but, but they don't think second, third order. When they did the COVID thing, that made it explode more worldwide. They They, they, they don't get... Something's wrong with evil people. They don't think second, third, fourth order. 
That's right. And, and it, that's, it goes right back to what we were saying. These people are not gods. They are not in control of everything. Uh, I do have a chapter in the book about how they used the COVID scam to bring everything into digital, right? And so now you'll see in, in so many government schools, the children will sit there with their little tablet device being scientifically indoctrinated. Or still right? restaurants so we, don't want to give you a paper menu. It's all about control. It is, right? And so they're har- harvesting all this data, and they're using this data gathering to better brainwash these children. So they talk about social-emotional learning, which, by the way, was born in a foundation founded by an occultist follower of Alice Bailey, who we mentioned earlier. So social-emotional learning, they get these kids on these tablets. They determine what attitude they want the children to have. Do we want them to, let's say, support abortion or support an open border? Well, we have to teach them then that opposition to that is hateful, that it's racist, that it's bigoted, whatever. And if they have so the right attitude— MK, MK program externalized. It is. And so they gather the data. They determine, well, this child doesn't have the right attitude on open borders or abortion. So they circle back and redouble their efforts to brainwash them on that issue. So it's getting very, very good, very comprehensive. But when it comes to solutions, the most important solution for for parents, for their children, is to pull them out of the government's indoctrination camps. Either find a good private school. And by good private school, I mean, you have to do some vetting. There are a lot of private schools today that are just replicas. They're taking grant money. They're just as bad. They're right. That's right. They're, in some cases, they're using the same government school textbooks inspired by the U.N. that the government schools are using. So we have got to be very diligent in vetting any private schools that we entrust our children to. Uh, and then I close the book with a giant afterword. And, you know, I go back and I look at what did education look like that produced our founding fathers? What did the what was the education that was received by the men and women who built this incredible country? And what you'll find is it was centered on God. It was comprehensive. It taught logic. It taught other languages. It taught children how to think rather than to just be unquestioning slaves and obedient drones, which is what the commies and the super capitalists like the Rockefellers engineered the public Yeah, they don't want logic. I mean, an example is liberals say, how dare Texas control its border, but don't come here as an illegal alien. They have no empathy, no, it's, it's, it's all mindless. It is, and, and it's hateful too, Alex. They are teaching these children to viciously hate. I can't tell you how many parents I've talked to who have lost their children. They said, my children won't even talk to me anymore. I told them I was a Republican, or I told them I voted for Trump, or you know, I told them I go to church on Sunday, and they say I'm a fascist, or I'm a racist, or I'm a, a Ku Klux Klan, or whatever. So this is the hatred that's being instilled in these children. It's the same process that Mao used in communist China. It's the same process that Adolf Hitler used in Nazi well, Germany. Right. The university's brag, the, the, the Maoist brain washing is the model. That's right. They're dividing these kids into two categories, oppressor and oppressed. They're teaching the, the kids that the uh, white privilege or Christians or America is oppressing them and that they have to dismantle these systems of oppression, that the family is oppressive, right? All the institutions that are critical to life, uh, farming, family, private property, you name it, are being demonized in the minds of these children. Uh, absolutely. But, then meanwhile, this, but the good news is the enemy's so incompetent. Where's Lloyd Austin right now? Nobody knows. Right? So, um, it, it's truly amazing. But, you know, I, I'm really encouraged by what's happening, Alex. Millions of families are fleeing the system. Millions more are going to in the future. So uh, the, the book has already been endorsed by some great Americans, people like you, uh, General Flynn, uh, Dr. Peter McCullough, uh, Kirk Cameron, uh, uh, Tina Deskovich, uh, co-founder of Moms for Liberty. I mean, we've got some of the greatest Americans uh, supporting this book, urging people to read it, because what it shows uh, with primary source documents is that this was always the plan. If the schools aren't broken, they're doing exactly what they were 
were designed to do and the solution, right? Uh, not just for your individual family, but for saving our country, for saving civilization, for saving the values that we hold dear. It's going to have to be a mass exodus from us, from the system and a total rethinking of education, right? Having a few tweaks here and there or, you know, different policies at the school board. No, level, the whole thing's been weaponized. The whole thing's cyanide, rejected all. Uh, let's put the book back on screen real quick for TV viewers. Indoctrinating our children to death. Government schools, war on faith, family, and freedom, and how to stop it. Paperback. People should get the book now available right now. Uh, 60-second closing comment, Alex Newman. Well, Alex, thank you so much for having me on the program. Again, uh, this is the issue, right? We're never going to be able to get the country back. We're never going to be able to secure the border, uh, lower taxes, keep our gun rights, save babies. And we don't have our children. I mean, they're coming after the right. children. If we if we don't save our children. So we've got to do it. That's step one. The other pieces will fall into place after we've protected our own children. Then we can move on and truly battle the globalists. So thank you so much, Alex, for all that you do. It's really a tremendous blessing to be able to speak with you and uh, you know, can't encourage people enough to get involved in this fight. And the fastest, easiest way to do it, and I believe the most effective way to do it, is to protect your own children, get them a good education, don't let them become unthinking slaves and soldiers in the army of the globalist elitists that want to enslave you. Alex Newman, thank you so much, my friend. Thank you, Alex. All right, we're going to look at the economic situation, the country coming up, the special guest. Uh, and then Owen Troyer will be here with us in an hour and five minutes with the War Room, 3 p.m. Central, Infowars.com, forward slash show. But you see this shirt? Super high quality. On the front, it's got the atomic family, the man, the woman, the girl, the boy. Team Humanity, 1776, Infowars.com. On the back, Team Humanity. This is the shirt I designed. We've got one other variant, the crew design, that's great uh, as well. Here, I'll just show you that shirt as well. I These are in stock now, now shipping. They were pre-order. They're now shipping. They're a fundraising shirt. Here's the other version uh, of Team Humanity with a nuclear family. Team Humanity, Infowars.com. People are going to ask what this shirt means, what it's all about. They have, get us to obsess on sports. And all these diversionary, you know, things. This is our family. This is humanity. This is who we are. We need to get that tribalism you see in sports and project it into the real world with our families. So it funds the M4, which is a total win. Plus, it's a great conversational piece. I was on five, four or five weeks ago with Elon Musk. He said they wanted to populate us. They want to kill us. They want to enslave us. They want to take us over. And I go, what do you call that? He goes, I don't know. And I go, let's call it Team Humanity. He said, yes, Team Humanity. And I've seen that hashtag on X getting big. This shirt funds the operation, but I want to see it go big. Make your own versions. Sell your own versions. This is not, this is not my idea. It's our idea. But I really am a guy always before my time. And I'm telling you, this team humanity is important. Please go to infowarstore.com right now and get a team humanity t-shirt for men and for women, your whole family. Hell, if you post it on X and send it to me, I'll, I'll retweet it. On X at, at Real Alex Jones. This, I know God has told me, my, my heart's told me, my, my brain's told me, this is important. Team Humanity, join it today. Get the shirt. Take action. You can't lose. It funds the InfoWar. And, and separately, other great products at InfoWarStore.com. Turbo Force selling out. 10-hour clean energy. Despite that, still on sale. First run of Next Level Foundational Energy selling out. Still on sale. InfoWarStore.com. Dot com And so many other great products are about to sell out, like DNA Force Plus and Real Red Pill Plus. They're 50% off despite that. Thank you all for your support. Infowarsstore.com. And I'm telling you, you won't get this other thing back in for months. You want to get next level foundational energy. All right. Hour number three straight ahead. And then in one hour, Owen Troyer.
You know, I sit up here and I yell and scream about the New World Order and the globalists. They're planning to get rid of the borders and release a virus and have a global power grab. And you saw it all come true. But there's a inverse of that. There's not just the bad stuff I'm telling you about. There's the good stuff I'm telling you about. And just like our information is the best you're going to find out there, our supplements are amazing. So our new special in the last half of January 2024 is here. It's Real Red Pill Plus and DNA Force Plus, both 50% off. We're calling it the Supercharged Special. You can get either one of these great items at 40% off individually or together for 50% off. Now, in the time we have left, I can't tell you why they're so great and what they do for your body. Go to InfoWarsShore.com, look at the ingredients and investigate it, and then get them. It supports the InfoWar and it'll change your life. Take advantage now, InfoWarsStore.com. Naturally sourced from the finest hemp plants in America. Rebel Zen offers the absolute finest quality CBD available and at the lowest prices. Extracted using a cold-pressed technique to retain the molecular integrity of the cannabinoids and terpenes within the plant, this full-spectrum formula ensures that your nervous system gets the full benefits of CBD. Premium quality organic CBD like Rebel Zen has been shown to naturally reduce anxiety, relieve pain, and decrease inflammation. People have reported a reduction in symptoms of insomnia, arthritis, seizures, chronic pain, and epilepsy. Several studies have shown it helps to reduce cortisol, increase serotonin, and boost vitality. Order yours today at InfoWarsStore.com. If you are receiving this transmission, you are the resistance. We know what they're saying. We, we, I have a timeline that we're going to go over on central bank digital currency and how it's been implemented and how it's come in, not even sneakily. They don't hide in the shadows anymore. They tell us exactly what they're going to do. Exactly. That's what's so frustrating. If you study it, you know the battle plan, but they know the public doesn't check that out. So, but, but we're able to give it to the public. That could really mess up their operation. We saw bank failure 1.0. It was Silicon Valley, Credit Suisse, First Republic, uh, Silvergate Bank. I mean, all of those. That was just a tremor before the bank. That, yes. I think bank failures 2.0 is coming. I mean, just last week, the CEO of Citigroup, you know, the second, third largest bank in North America, said we're laying off 10% of our workforce. So the CEO of, of Citigroup last week basically said we're laying off 20 or 10% of our workforce. That's over 20,000 people. Well, why, why would a bank in, in a high interest rate environment, you think, oh, they're more profitable. They're making so much money. No, they are not. Because when most of America is living hand to mouth, month to month, paycheck to paycheck, and interest rates keep going up and inflation keeps going up, they can't live. So they're taking more money out of the bank than they're putting in. And there's there's delinquencies. A series of delinquencies leads to default. So it's a bank run in slow motion. Yeah, and I think the, the bigger bank run is still coming. The, the one that we saw in March of last year with Silicon Valley Bank. So that's that my was, question. What are the different ways this can kind of unravel? So I think first there's a bank run. People start to pull their money out. 
then then that creates crisis. Now they think, oh, if my bank isn't safe, which is, should be the safest money that we have, it's a bank for crying out loud. You have this this view of your assets in a bank vault, you know, full of like hundreds just sitting in this vault. That's not the reality. When you deposit money into a bank, it's basically a security instrument. The bank then goes and invests that in companies and stocks and bonds and mutual funds and everything else. Same thing you would accept on a larger scale. But after the crisis of 2007 to 2009, they changed the way that banks deal with money. So most people don't realize this, but you don't own the money that you have in the bank. They do. So in 2009, they came up with a concept called beneficial ownership, meaning you gave up your ownership of your deposits to the bank. So that, so we hear the term bail-in, right, or bailouts, right? Bail-in is when you would... The last time that was done was like 15, 16 years ago. In some areas of Europe, they would just grab money out of your bank account. Correct. But they can do that legally. This isn't something that's that's brand new. Now, that's in the FDIC regulations, right? Yeah. So, yes, it's it's under the Universal Commercial Code. I think it's 133-1 or something like that, where they changed ownership of your assets to them. It's now collateral. So they can use your assets that you think are yours. It's all debt instruments. It's all debt instruments. You gave it to them. So if they need the money to pay off a debt, the derivatives debt, like and after 2009, they can, and they don't have to ask you. So your money is no longer yours in the bank. If a crisis is so bad that you can't pay your rent, you can't pay your mortgage, you can't feed your kids, you can't live. So at times of crisis, which happens to be happening during an election year, <laughs> people will say, okay, uh, this this is so bad, banks are shutting down all this this economic failure. We'll give you what you want. Government just will give you away our freedoms. Just take care of us. Make sure that we can still feed our family. This is what's happening right now, right in front of us. And people don't understand central bank digital currency is not the savior of the world. It's awful. See, they're marketing it as, hey, we can stop drug trafficking. We can stop human trafficking. We can stop Meanwhile, money laundering. They run all that. Yeah. And, and it's like, I want, I don't want that garbage around either. But the flip side oh, it's of it total is, crap. Well, you know, make all your houses glass in case you might do something wrong. But their houses aren't glass. It, it's, it's to control us. While other networks lie to you about what's happening now, InfoWars tells you the truth about what's happening next. Visit InfoWars.com forward slash show and share the link today. Well, I've known who Kirk Elliott is for a while, and his research is just spot on. And so I, I've invited him to be in studio with us. He sent me a giant synopsis and a breakdown of the economy and predictions and what's happening in the world we really appreciate him uh, being in studio with us uh, here today. Dr. Elliott has been uh, safeguarding clients' assets with precious metals for over 21 years. His firm, Kirk Elliott Precious Metals, serves over 18,000 clients all over the world and in every state. And as cellular damage from a type of free radical known as reactive oxygen species can cause decreased cellular function. DNA Force Plus contains what are believed to be the most beneficial ingredients to remedy this. Now 40% off at InfoWarsStore.com. The main ingredient in the Real Red Pill Plus is pregnenolone. 
which occurs naturally in our body, but decreases with age. Low levels of pregnenolone are associated with fatigue and low brain function. The Real Red Pill Plus is also full of essential trace minerals to synergistically support optimal cognitive function. Now, 40% off at InfoWarsStore.com. Get them both today at 50% off. The Supercharged Special. Support your health and support the InfoWar at InfoWarsStore.com. Elliott has been uh, safeguarding clients' assets with precious metals for over 21 years. His firm, Kirk Elliott Precious Metals, serves over 18,000 clients all over the world and in every state and has also reallocated billions of client assets into precious metals. And boy, was that a good move in the last few years. Uh, he follows the uh, personal and business philosophy of people over profit by focusing 100% liquid on low-cost bullion, gold over silver, and educating investors as why and how they invest to minimize risk and maximize returns safely in a world where our political, economic, and personal religious freedoms are eroded. Dr. Elliott has earned two PhDs, one in public policy administration focusing on monetary economics, and the second PhD in theology. Dr. Elliott lives in Denver with his wife and children. K-E-P-M, K-E-P-M dot com forward slash gold, K-E-P-M dot com forward slash gold, or call 720-605-3900. And, you know, he approached us gosh, six months ago, want to be a sponsor. And I said, wow, I've actually seen his videos before, and I've actually told my crew I wanted to get him on as a guest. So I said, sure, be a sponsor but we want to get you on the show as a just a guy breaking down what's happening in the world. So I think he's dead on and knows a lot of stuff I don't even know and a lot of things people don't know uh, out there. So last time he was on for like over an hour and a half, he never even really talked about his company or what he's doing. But but I do want to tell people it is a extremely smart move to get into precious metals. And the the the, the, the thing to do is the bullion, gold, and silver. That is where... Uh, you are getting a great deal, and he is the place to go. And so I'm, he didn't even want to plug that up front, but I'm doing it because he's a great sponsor. KEPM.com forward slash gold. K, just all, all caps, KEMP.com forward slash gold. And you can also call that number, and his great team of experts will talk to you and discuss uh, things with you. But, but again, he's here as a guest. And so, uh, Kirk, we're going to go to break in a few minutes because I heard those important promos. But then we'll have over an hour to talk with each other about this when we come back. We're on the same page because I just got your list of topics this morning. I was already talk, planning to talk about the fall of Rome. We're Simpanko because that's exactly where you wanted to go first. So give us a little snapshot of what's coming up in your presentation. Well, I heard you talking earlier on in the show kind of how this is the end game, right? The things that are happening politically. Well, economically, politically, socially, spiritually, America's in this downfall. We have amazingly shocking parallels with the fall of Rome in America today. We've, we're going to go over the budget. I want to go over the U.S. budget that Biden put together and just show you how we're way worse than Rome was. We've got bank failures. We've got. Brand- if you look at the graph of debt since he got in, it's going straight up. Oh, straight up. It's, it's, it's through the roof. Um, I, the viewers will be shocked as to how much we've actually accumulated in just this year, just in 2023. It was so bad that, that we, did, we did triple the amount of what took 204 years prior to accumulate. I mean, this is just bad. So, 
So we've, we're going to go over that. We're going to go over central bank digital currency, which I believe is their end game. The timeline, not just not just what I think, but taking it out of the words for the Bank for International Settlements, the World for Ec- Economic Forum, like what you were going over. They're meeting right now to learn how to destroy us. <laughs> and let's be clear. The Chicom government, the, the German government, the Swiss government, University of Texas, they're all very, very quietly hoarding gold. Mm-hmm. And be, be, because they know that, that when we go into this hyperinflation, that's, that's going to be king. Yeah. They've already got their plan B established. It's possibly their plan A. So all the listeners know, and I should have pulled this up, and I know it's in your a report here. Anybody can type in U.S. monetization of debt, U.S. debt. And as he said, Biden gets in, it's it's more money created than ever existed before in just the last three years. There's no way to hide that inflation. So their statement that inflation isn't a problem, we all know that's a lie. It's a lie. I don't know how they're going to get out of it. And even their own cooked numbers, their own cooked inflationary numbers, they said, oh, we can pause interest rates and then we're going to lower them next year because we've won this war against inflation. No, they haven't. They haven't. Our wallets will tell us that. And this is their problem. Oh, yeah. This is this is their problem. There, There's really no escaping this. And this is why this is an endgame moment. But like any endgame moment, the battle is at the city gates right now. Right. Somebody's going to win. Somebody's going to lose. And this is why it's so intense. That's why it's so intense. As, as Lenin said, evil God, he was right. There are decades where nothing happens. There are weeks where decades happen. Mm-hmm. And we are now in that point. All right, you do a great presentation. I'm going to try to shut up and just let you roll. When we come back, everybody, tune in. Tell your friends and family, tune in now. This is going to be life-saving information. Stay with us. All right, the British government, the Swedish government, the German government, all the documents are public and public statements. Say prepare for war. That's their plan to get us to accept all of these huge changes, the end of the old monetary system and the new central bank digital currencies the mark of the beast system. That's the only way to describe it. It's the only thing you can call it. That's what it is. All right, Kirk Elliott, multiple PhD expert on what's happening. I totally think your analysis is dead on, but you brought the receipts. You've got the numbers here. Uh, let's, let's start with your presentation now. So first, you know, what's happening to America has been seen before in history with the fall of Rome. I mean, truly it, it has. And so, when, as I was doing some research on this, it's like, what are some of the factors that caused Rome to fall? Number one, they had civil wars, right? They had faction fought against faction to get control of the huge, basically, state apparatus and all of its public loot. Well, we're seeing that in America. The um, internal fights is what weakened it, just like we see now. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Number two, there was mass corruption. <laughs> Uh, no, no further explanation needed. We have that everywhere. Huge bureaucracy, high taxes, burdensome regulations. Businesses were called upon to support the growing body of, of public parasites, right? But here's the big thing. One third of the citizens of Rome were getting government payments. Um, and, and basically Rome crumbled under the weight of those entitlements. One third. So as, as I was looking through. Rome I, invented welfare. Yeah, they invented welfare. Yeah, absolutely. So I was looking at um, Biden's budget. You go to whitehouse.gov. You can look at the budget. Go to table S3, where it actually goes through everything. It just summarizes everything. This is really, really creepy, Alex. So 
You go to 2024, you look at mandatory programs, Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid, other mandatory programs like food stamps, women, infant, children programs, um, you know, just basically the handouts and the entitlements. Now, Social Security is not an entitlement. It's a mandatory payment, right? You pay into something your whole life. You better get it, the benefit, right? But you try to take that away. And you've got a mutiny on your hands. So you can't take it away. So it's really easy to give. It's really hard to take away. So that's not going away. But you add those up on this, on this summary table, $3.916 trillion in just mandatory payments. How much do we bring in as, as a country? Well, our total receipts, our federal tax revenues are 4.72 trillion. So that comes to 83%, not one third, like when Rome fell, 83% is Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid, women, infant, children programs, food stamps. 83% of everything we bring in. Now you add to that the interest on our federal debt. Well, it's like 40 some percent of service now, right? Yeah, it's, it's bonkers because we have $34 trillion worth of federal debt. The interest payments estimated on, on the budget are 796 billion. However, the real numbers just came out. We're pushing a trillion. So when we bring in 4.7, right? And we're spending a trillion dollars a year in just interest only payments. That's just complete waste. Well, that's over 20%. So you add up mandatory payments, welfare and entitlements plus the interest payments. It's 99.8%. Of everything we bring in as a nation, it's basically a hundred percent. So how then do we fund our defense budget? How about, and how about, uh, infrastructure? How about running the country? And, and by the way, the IMF and World Bank have done this to a bunch of third world countries. This, they even admit this is a known plan to capture a country. So they've now maneuvered us to the point of total insolvency. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and really it's, so as I look throughout history, Whenever a country's debt is basically equal to their gross domestic product, that, that, that country ceases to exist in its, in its existing form. Weimar Republic, Germany, Zimbabwe, Africa. Yeah. Um, Argentina, Venezuela, right? There's, there's either a change in political structure, meaning they go from a, a republic or a democracy to a dictatorship, a dictatorship the other way, or you have a complete change in currency. And that's what Schwab says. We are creating a crisis, the angrier world, to bring in our new system. Yeah. They, this is on purpose. They admit it is. And now they're upset because we're pointing it out to people and trying to flip it the other way. Yeah. And Trump's trying to flip it the other way. And Trump's trying to flip it the other way. See, Trump's telling the truth on this issue. But but when you look at where we are, I remember, Alex, back in about 2007, 2008, I was looking at our debt compared to the gross domestic product, and we were at about 80%. And I'm thinking, oh, my word. I, I don't, I'm getting scared for America because we're approaching that, that D-Day of 100% where a country doesn't escape from that. They, because if you apply this to a family, let's say, let's say a family, you and your spouse, your debt is greater than your income. It's going to be mathematically impossible to pay that back. What's true for an individual is true for a country. So everything that, that Ross Perot warned about 35, 40 years, it's all came true. Yeah. It's all came true. Yeah. And what's true for a country is true for the world. So the Bank for International Settlements just came out last week with their projections that by the year 2028, four years from now, 
100% of the world, every country in the world is going to have debt that's equal to their gross domestic product. That means the, the world has to go bankrupt because what's true for an individual is true for a nation. What's true for a nation is true for the world. But don't worry, they've got a solution. Oh, they always have a solution. A total cashless society controlling every facet of our lives. Yeah. It, 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 and, and here's where it gets worse because where are we debt to GDP? We're now at 123%. We blew past the 100% in America. We're now at 123. So the, the Bank for International Settlements came out with their numbers also last week. And that's why they're lowering the U.S. government's credit rating. Yeah, this is the, the, because there is no other outcome that, other than lowering it. Total global government debt is $97.1 trillion. Our is in America is $34 trillion. Good grief. We're 35% of all global debt just in America. It's like, do we think that we can bypass math and bypass reality just because we're American. No, we've, we've violated fundamental rules of success, biblical models of living where it says, you know, Proverbs tells us a borrower is a slave to the lender. Well, yeah, we're, we are now the slave to the rest of the world because of our debt and we can't pay it back. So everything Ron Paul and all of them warned us we're here. There's no more, oh, our children will be enslaved. Well, yeah, we got old. Now our kids are being enslaved. We're, we're here. We're here. It's not, oh, we don't have to wait anymore and warn people. They're going to see it now, yeah. which is a weak point for the globalists. See, we have to take every bad thing as an opportunity. And that's how I see it, because now people are going to finally meet reality. They're, they're, they're going to. And so where, where Rome fell, right, when one third of the population of Rome was was getting entitlements, handouts of some form, there are well over 27 states, Alex, where where welfare payments are greater than having a minimum wage job. For example, in Hawaii, $60,590 a year is what you would make on welfare. That's greater than a minimum wage job. D D.C., 50820 Massachusetts, 50540 The list goes on and on and on. Well, to receive government payments, you can't have another job or else they cease. So you could sit on a beach in Hawaii just drinking a Mai Tai, making $60,590 a year. Where is the incentive to work? Now, for you, me, for most of your viewers, it's like we have to work. We're created to work. We're created to do something good, to use the gifts God has given us to change society, to make an impact and have an eternal impact in people's lives. But most of the world would say, why should I work if I don't have to? And, they're, and that's they're, what Gen Z and millennials are saying. And guys, I sent you a clip, the latest in Philadelphia of the people on Fentanyl. Show that clip because you think that's just isolated. That's all around the place in Austin. There are a lot of people that don't even know how to work who are like zombies. What are they going to do when this all collapses? Where are they going to be put? Yeah, let me look at this. Wow. Yeah, I mean, sadly, that looks like downtown Denver. It looks like downtown any big city in America. Um, as, I, as I walk to the office, I mean, earlier last week, I was walking to the office and some guy tried to get my backpack, punched me in the head. And now my eye is like, I'll, you know swollen but but you know i but i won <laughs> just punched him back but this is the world that we're living in right now where it's it's economic fallout economic mayhem always brings social disruption and that's where we're headed in in this country because now how do you get out of that how do the governments try to get out of this well you debase the currency so go back to rome right like like on this picture on the screen rome is burning well 
the, the denarius, their currency at the time, was once 94% silver. Well, back then they kept shaving off the edges of it, right? That was their version of inflation. So by, by the time that their inflationary cycle was over, that silver denarius coin was only 0.02% silver. That's a decrease of 99.978% of the value of the currency. Well, so check this out. The Federal Reserve started in 1913. Prior to that, we had a currency that was backed by. Well, after that, you had the the cartel owning bankers of the of the Federal Reserve, where they actually charged the U.S. Treasury for printing money out of thin air. Right? This is a disaster. But since 1913, the U.S. dollar has lost 98 percent, 98 percent of its purchasing power. We're no different than the denarius which was about 99.97%. So so here's where we're going down the same fateful path, right? So the writing is on the wall So in, in America. So why is it writing on the wall? Well, we're following that same path. America debases its currency just like Rome did. People now want out, but it's becoming increasingly difficult to get out. What do I mean by get out? People want to take their money out of the bank. They want to pull it out because they're afraid of bank failures. They're afraid of their... Their social security going away. They're afraid of their, their 401ks, their IRAs going out. So what happens? What do banks do? I was looking at something that I wrote in 2017. This was before any of the crisis started happening. And, and I was warning people that banks were going to start restricting withdrawals. They're going to start freezing accounts and going to have capital controls. Banks need to keep their money on hand because they're running out. They don't want people to take it out, but people need to take it out to live. This is what happens, and this is why the banking system right now is become in, becoming increasingly unsafe and a dangerous place to and hold And I want you money. to go there, but let me just add something here. When I was having Ron Paul on 20 years ago or 10 years ago or 5 years ago, when, when I was having other economists on, obviously it was already way too much debt. We were way worse than Rome then, but not three times worse than Rome. It wasn't 120 something percent. You know, it was, it was, it was, it was 30 for 40 percent. We were, we were already at Rome levels and the, the globalists didn't have their cashless society, their, their social credit scores ready, their carbon taxes, their, their UN treaties to take control of our lives uh, on speech and on our bodies through the pandemic treaties. Now though, they've accelerated and are getting all their I's dotted, all their T's crossed in their own words to bring in the new system. And, and if you look at the IMF, the World Bank, the, the, the Club of Rome, the, the, all these groups, including the, the EU and the UN, they admit the old system's coming down. I played the clips here and they've admitted we've got to get the new thing ready. It's all going down. So they're not even denying this at policy level. They know the public's like children on average and doesn't read this. So yes, things could have gone belly up if they wanted to pull the rug out. 10 years ago, 20 years ago, they already had us, but they didn't have the control grid in place for them to be the saviors and get more power. Now it's almost in place. It's like the planets aligning. They're making their move. There's no longer, this is not a prediction. This is a guarantee, folks, that if you take a 357 Magnum and put it to your head and pull the trigger, you're at least going to be brain damaged, probably dead. The bullet's already fired. It already went through. There's no doubt this is going down. Okay, so... They can't prop it up anymore. They did it. The new system's here. It's going to be hell, but at least we know what's going on and can get prepared ahead of time. Yeah, and, and so how are people trying to prepare? 
they're trying to pull their money out of the banks. Really, that's that's only a part of the equation. Right? That just accelerates it. Oh, yeah, that accelerates it because during COVID in March of 2020, the Federal Reserve with through Regulation D, what did they do? They basically said, hey, the reserve requirement at banks can go down to zero. Meaning if you put $100 into your checking account, Alex, um, or anybody watching, the banks could lend out $100. They didn't have to keep anything on hand. Why did they do that? To stimulate the stinky economy during COVID when nobody was spending money, nobody was earning money. There were shelter-in-place laws. There were companies were closing down because nobody could go out. They couldn't go out to eat. They couldn't do anything. So to try to stimulate the economy, they said, okay, lend out everything 100%. Well, that caused a, a cyclical structural problem. Which was the plan. That's why they did the which lockdown. Was, which was hugely the plan. So what's the problem? In times of crisis, when people aren't working, there's more withdrawals coming out of the banks than there are deposits. And they had zero capital. And now people have maxed out their credit cards. That's admitted, like 70% of people. People are living hand to mouth. Uh, people came to Fort Gassy more. Meanwhile, Biden tells us the economy's great. What are they positioning us for? And and how do you guess, because you've guessed a lot of stuff has come accurate, dead wreck and how this is going to unfold? Well, I think we saw bank failure 1.0. It was Silicon Valley, Credit Suisse, First Republic, uh, Silvergate Bank. I mean, all of those. That was just a tremor before the bank. That, yes, I think bank failures 2.0 is coming. I mean, just last week, the CEO of Citigroup, you know, the second, third largest bank in North America, said we're laying off 10% of our workforce. By the way, you see me pointing. Those are clips we're going to take out and put on InfoWars and put on Twitter. So just ignore me. But this whole start over on bank failure and, and, and what it means and how we're going to put this clip out. Go ahead. Okay. So so the CEO of, of Citigroup last week basically said we're laying off 20 or 10 percent of our workforce. That's over 20,000 people. Well, why why would a bank in, in a high interest rate environment, you think, oh, they're more profitable. They're making so much money. No, they are not. Because when most of America is living hand to mouth, month to month, paycheck to paycheck, and interest rates keep going up and inflation keeps going up, they can't live. So they're taking more money out of the bank than they're putting in. And there's there's delinquencies. A series of delinquencies leads to default. So it's a bank run in slow motion. Yeah, and I think the, the bigger bank run is still coming. The, the one that we saw in March of last year with Silicon Valley Bank. So that's that my was, question. What are the different ways this can kind of unravel? So I think first there's a bank run. People start to pull their money out. Then then that creates crisis. Now they think, oh, if my bank isn't safe, which is, should be the safest money that we have, it's a bank for crying out loud. You have this this view of your assets in a bank vault, you know, full of like hundreds just sitting in this vault. That's not the reality. When you deposit money into a bank, it's basically a security instrument. The bank then goes and invests that in companies and stocks and bonds and mutual funds and everything else. Same thing you would accept on a larger scale. But after the crisis of 2007 to 2009, they changed the way that banks deal with money. So most people don't realize this, but you don't own the money that you have in the bank. They do. So in 2009, they came up with a concept called beneficial ownership meaning you gave up your ownership of your deposits to the bank. So that, so we hear the term bail-in, right, or bailouts, right? Bail-in is when you would... And the last you know, time that was done was like 15, 16 years ago. In some areas of Europe, they would just grab money out of your bank account. Correct. But they can do that legally. This isn't something that's that's brand new. Now, that's in the FDIC regulations, right? Yeah. So, yes, it's, it's under...
Hey, let me start by saying you do a great show. Thank you. Hey, let me point out that I took X2 iodine. I started taking that stuff. The best iodine I think I ever found is what you guys are selling. When did you start taking and it? I, about four years ago, I had high blood pressure, and I was on blood pressure medicine. Mm-hmm. And I started eating a little better, but my blood pressure stayed high. And when I took X2 iodine, after about three or four weeks, I think my body detoxified of a bunch of metals and stuff that my body was storing. And my blood pressure came down to perfect level. And I tell people the only thing I did was X2 iodine. And even though I do think all your other products are good, I recommend to anybody that they start with X2 iodine because it detoxifies your body and kind of kicks your natural DNA in, into uh, full force. So in my, in my life, I found X2 iodine the best. I tried other iodines and they didn't have the same effect. But, so X2 iodine, I really wanted to point that out. Why do you think the globalists are desperately trying to censor everybody? Why are they attacking myself and Donald Trump and Elon Musk and everybody else? Because they can't get through this giant megalomaniacal power grab if we're here exposing them. But we're not just exposing their operation. In my new book, we give you the solutions to build a new, better world, an alternative to Klaus Schwab's You Will Eat the Bugs. This is the Great Awakening. The plan to defeat the globalist and launch the second great renaissance. It's a companion to my last book that was a number one worldwide bestseller. And this book is even thicker and even more powerful. Get your copy of The Great Awakening today at InfoWarsStore.com. Either signed as a fundraiser, and I thank you for the support, or unsigned. But whatever you do, take action now. We're fighting for you, but we can't keep on if you don't support us. So please, get the historic book now. Go now to InfoWarsStore.com and get The Great Awakening. The Great Awakening at InfoWarsStore. I'm not on Team NFL. I'm not on Team NBA. I'm not on Team Olympics. I'm not on Team Globalist or wokeism in the new world order. I'm on team humanity, ladies and gentlemen, that loves God and loves our families and loves humanity and knows that we're destined to do even more incredible things than we've already done together. And so, inspired by my conversation with Elon Musk recently, where he agreed with my idea to call it Team Humanity, we've launched two limited edition t-shirts at InfoWarsStore.com. Let people know that, hey, it isn't about the football games or it isn't even about the UFC. It's about Team Humanity being under globalist attack. You can wear it. It's a great conversation starter. And you know it's supporting the InfoWar that is at the very tip of the spear in the fight for Team Humanity. Get your limited edition Team Humanity t-shirts right now at InfoWarsStore.com. And I thank you. Have you tried taking the real red pill? A one-of-a-kind heart and brain formula designed exclusively for InfoWarsStore.com. One of the most powerful ingredients in Real Red Pill Plus is pregnanolone. Pregnanolone levels decrease with age, and low levels are associated with fatigue, low brain function, and unhealthy aging. The Real Red Pill Plus also provides essential trace minerals, such as vitamin B12, calcium, copper, and zinc. Featuring naturally occurring L-theanine, caffeine, and theobromine, the energy blend inside the Real Red Pill Plus provides an extra pick-me-up for your day that goes beyond the second cup of coffee. So visit Visit InfoWarsStore.com, go down the rabbit hole, and try taking the real red pill. Now 25% off for a limited time at InfoWarsStore.com.
leading a frontal assault on the lies of the New World Order. It's Alex Jones. Legally, this isn't something that's that's brand new. Now that's in the FDIC regulations, right? Yeah. So yes, it's it's under the Universal Commercial Code. I think it's one thirty three dash one or something like that, where they changed ownership of your assets to them. It's now collateral, so they can use your assets that you think are yours. It's all debt instruments. It's all debt instruments. You gave it to them, so if they need the money to pay off a debt, the derivatives debt, like and after two thousand nine. They can, and they don't have to ask you. So your money is no longer yours in the bank. That's devastating. When people would realize that, it's going to cause a run because the banks should be the safest asset that people have. So if there's, that's not safe, well, I, I foresee the next step is a run on the stock market, a run on all their other investments because it's like we don't trust anything anymore. And why are they then positioning themselves for that? To make us bring in the new system when, oh, my God, the stock market went down by half. The banks are runs. Don't worry. We have a new digital currency, as, as the EU says. It's ready. Just download this. It's all fixed. Well, OK, so to answer that, I could ask you a question. Let's say we know what they're saying. We, we I have a timeline that we're going to go over on central bank digital currency and how it's been implemented and how it's come in. Not even sneakily. They don't hide in the shadows anymore. They tell us exactly what they're going to do. Exactly. So, so. By the way, I want that up front in the whole interview because we're live right now. But the 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 the, the uh, posted one will get even more views. Exactly. That's what's so frustrating. If you study it, you know the battle plan. But they know the public doesn't check that out. So, but but we're able to give it to the public. That could really mess up their operation. Oh, it could because would if if I were to say, hey Alex, I'm with the I'm with the Bank for International Settlements. I'm with the IMF, and we have this plan. We have this plan where we're going to disallow you from buying or selling if we don't like your ideology. Most of these globalists don't like your ideology. They don't like mine. They don't. They've already debanked me. They've already up. No. Yeah. But if they were to say, hey, we're not going to let you take money out of the bank, buy or sell with whom you want, what you want, when you want, you would say, no, we're not, we're not in for this, right? They know most of the world would, would say that. Nobody wants that kind of big brother spyware on your bank account. Um, the ability to cut you off from buying or selling because every evangelical Catholic that I know says, Kirk, this is revelation. They've got to get you to opt into it during a crisis. Yes. So how would you give that up, your ability to buy or sell, if a crisis is so bad that you can't pay your rent, you can't pay your mortgage, you can't feed your kids, you can't live? So at times of crisis, which happens to be happening during an election year, <laughs> people will say, okay, uh, this this is so bad. Banks are shutting down all this this economic failure. We'll give you what you want. Government just will give you away our freedoms. Just take care of us. Make sure that we can still feed our family. This is what's happening right now, right in front of us. And people don't understand central bank digital currency is not the savior of the world. It's awful. See, they're marketing it as, hey, we can stop drug trafficking. We can stop human trafficking. We can stop. Meanwhile, money they run all that. Yeah. And it's like, I want, I don't want that garbage around either, but the flip side oh, of it. Oh, it's total is, crap. Well, you know, make all your houses glass in case you might do something wrong, but their houses aren't glass. It, it's, know. it's to control us. It's absolutely, it has not, this is not meant to fix a system. This is meant to com- have complete people control over all of us. Build back better. Bring, yeah. get rid of the old system. 
Factory set, bring in the new. Yeah. So what's been happening over the last year? So actually over the last three years, let's even go back a little bit farther. So we, banks failing are kind of big stories. Everybody talks about it. You would talk about it. I'd talk about it. Nobody talks about it if a branch closes up. Like, let's say you're walking down the street to go for coffee. And they're closing, they're quietly, the banks are quietly closing in slow motion. Yeah, and, and well, in fast motion, but nobody cares because if you're walking down the street to no, go I mean, for coffee. I agree, but not in one day. So it's like, it's like a million miles an hour, not a trillion miles an hour. Correct. Yeah, so if you go down, let's say you, you banked at PNC Bank and you're walking down the street to the coffee shop and it's like, oh man, my, my PNC Bank has, has plywood on, on the windows. It's closed. You think, all right, well, that's sad. Now I have to go three miles down the street to the next branch. Nobody cares about a branch closing. But what if in 2023, over 2,000 branches closed, 2022, over 2,000 branches closed, 2021, over 2,000 branches closed? That's 6,000 bank branches that have closed over the last because they don't years. need worms on the line. They've got us all in debt. Now they're, now they're getting rid of the cheese on the mousetrap because we're already in the mousetrap. Correct. So, so that doesn't make a story, but it should with that. Oh, you're right. There are, there are bank closings and bank closing branches everywhere. In fact, I've had that experience trying to go to the bank. It's like they're all, they're, they've closed them. Yeah. So what is that <gasps> the equivalent of? When a company starts to run out of money, what do they do? They start to lay people off. They start to to cut their expenses because they want to survive. A branch closing is the equivalent of banks trying to save on All right, their Kirk Elliott, stay there. Hour number three straight ahead. We'll get into the CBDCs. We'll get into the cashless society. What's going to unfold next? Stay with us. KEPM.com. Kirk Elliott's our guest, financial expert, PhD on this stuff. Really smart guy. I'm, I've been wanting him on for a long time. Finally got him on. He's in studio with us. But the second deal, this is a short segment. Some stations don't carry it, but so give us a prelude now in part two about what you're about to cover. And then we'll go through the rest of it when we come back. So we're going to cover the timeline of central bank digital currency because a lot of people think this has just come upon us like recently. No, it hasn't. This has been worked on for a while. So going back to like August of 2019, this all started with a Federal Reserve docket where they talked about it, the the FOMC, they talked about this. And then there was a patent by Visa, you know, our, our credit card, right? So that was, I'm going to go over that, which is which is pretty scary stuff of what, what they wanted, right? So then you have Biden signed Executive Order 14067 that said, hey, and this was in 2022, that said, we're going to have central bank digital currency here in America, and and then we start then it becomes the full on assault world economic forum bank for international settlements project icebreaker project aurora we've got the united nations talking about their end game um which is the blueprint for a future monetary system uh they talked about that in june of 2023 well what's the future dates that are going to be coming up september 15th of 2024 Right. This is when they want all of this implemented. Not my words. It's not me speculating about any of this. It's their own words. And you know what? It's going to happen when they say that it's going to happen because they're the ones that are in charge. Now, it doesn't mean that we have to settle for all of that. Right. Because there's different things that are starting to happen, which are going to be incredible as as things like. States like Texas, like Oklahoma, 
wanting to have an option with a state chartered central bank that's backed by gold to, to really counteract this federal system. And this is what the founding fathers envisioned, right? And under a federalist type system, federalism doesn't mean you give all power to the federal government. That's not what it means. Federalism means separation of powers. So in a world where you have states, right? Like we have states in the United States. If a state can do something, then the feds can't. See, this is federalism. And if the states can't do something, then the federal federalists can. So what can the federal government do that states can't? Well, like a national defense. You know, states can have uh, state militias and so forth, but not a national defense. Can states start a bank? Sure. They absolutely can start a bank. So therefore, the feds shouldn't be able to. And this is what states like Texas and Oklahoma are already starting to do. This is what other states have already passed legislation to make gold legal tender in those states like Louisiana, um, Oklahoma, Wyoming, Utah. I mean, there's there's a, a host of states that are now going down this road. And this is exciting. And this should make the founding fathers actually very excited, right? Because they're saying, yes, finally, we don't we never wanted or envisioned a country. We warned against it where money creation would be in the hands of a central bank, right? They wanted money creation to be in the hands of Congress. And and even greater than that, like in states, because if states can do it, then the feds should not. Another great example of this would be like the Department of Education. No reason in the world why we should have a national Department of Education when states know the, the needs of their kids in, in school districts and schools better than, than a national government ever could because they're too distant, right? So, so here's where we start to get separation of, of states with the federal government and that system is starting to rise up and this is going to be I think a really great alternative to the federal onslaught. All right, we got to go to break 60 seconds. So we're talking about solutions now. This is going down. You got to get prepositioned now. Ladies and gentlemen, we are in an insane period right now in America. Kirk Elliott, multiple PhD, great advisor, is here. I've been wanting this guy on for years and for some reason fell through the cracks and then he approached us and I'm like, "I know that guy. Get him on." Uh, and he's dead on. So if you just joined us or some stations just joined us, I want you, this is, we're going to skip the next break at like 20 something minutes to, 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 to recap what you said, then get in to all the other notes you brought, the great research you did in preparation for the show. We really respect you and respect you respecting uh, the show with the amount of preparation you did. The globalists are ending their old Ponzi scheme. They have to, and they're bringing in this new cashless society. It's all rolling out. They're going to decide what crises bring it in. They admit the crises are imminent. They've already begun. So we have to then understand God gave us knowledge so that we could persevere and triumph with the information. And so we're not just telling you all this horrible news about 120 some percent you know, of our money we make. So 20 plus percent over what we even make all goes to debt, all goes to the fraud, all goes to the lie. Their system's going down, but the opportunity for liberty. In 1776, the more they squeeze, the more people wake up for states to have their own currencies, their own banks, for for all these things to happen. This is going to be an incredible opportunity if you don't sit there like a victim. And I know our audience are not victims, but we've got to get pre-positioned. So, uh, Dr. Elliott, please continue. So let's go into the timeline 
Before I can give a solution, I have to kind of show where we're headed and how quickly, because they have mapped out the timeline, Alex, not us. And it's here. And it's here. And it's right now. So so central bank digital currency, the ability to cut you off from buying or selling if your ideology doesn't match up with theirs. Their words, not mine. This started in August of 2019. So Federal Reserve Docket OP1670. What is it? What does it say? I'm going to read it exactly so I don't misquote it. The main economic attributes of a technically effective currency rest on three functions as a unit of account, a store of value and a medium of exchange. That's what money actually is. So you have something you can trade back and forth with each other. It has a store of value and a medium of exchange. But they added a fourth definition of money at the Federal Reserve, and that is the fourth definition of money as a means of social control. Wow. And that's just like when they change the definition of a vaccine. Now, to anything we inject into you, these definitions mean something. That is huge. Yeah. Social control, which the head of BlackRock said repeatedly, we're using this for control. Yes. Has nothing to do with fixing a system. This, in their own words, money is a means of social control. And to social control you, they got to bring it to your knees. Yeah. Because how, if you really wanted to control a person, Alex... You, you cut them off from buying or selling. Their ability to live, now you control that person. Now you've got a whole world of, or in America, 330 million economic slaves to you, right? So, so now. You got 20 minutes. I'm going to stop interrupting because you're just so dead on. Give it to us. Okay. 11-8 of 2019, a patent was filed, 62-758430. Who did this? Visa, the credit card company. What is their patent? It basically, yeah, people can go look it up, but basically it talks about how this patent, they want to change money from paper to digital money. And every new digital currency that's created, digital currency unit, they're going to take out a paper currency unit. Why? Because you can't track a, a private paper money. You can go to a farmer's market, you can go anywhere, nobody knows that you're spending money if you, if you use paper. But they can track everything if it's digital. So to bring in a digital system, they have to get rid of the old. They're getting rid of their private-based currency. Now, it goes a little bit further. 323 of 2020, HR 6321. Okay, Maxine Waters is responsible for this one. So, financial protections and assistance for americans consumers states businesses and vulnerable populations act this is what this is called so what is it it's it's st direct stimulus payments for families for renters for homeowners. social credit score yeah. uh, universal basic income correct it's exactly what it is now what is required for that number one a digital dollar number two a digital dollar wallet number three a member bank that will actually accept so here's the thing. If you want to receive the government stimulus, you have to have a digital dollar. There is no other option. Now, extend that out a little bit further. If you want Social Security, well, they've already passed a bill that says if you want stimulus. What about Social Security? What about government pensions? What about any kind of government payment, a retirement, anything? If you want it, you have to be part of that beast system. And it's already... And it's already so. So, you know, as I read through the Bible as a kid and as an adult, it's like, how in the world could this this Antichrist and the mark of the beast happen? People know that it was coming. Well, even even Christian. And you have a degree in theology on yeah, top of you. Yeah. yeah. So in, in this sense, it's like, oh, it clicked. It makes sense. Even even Christians, if they say, I, I don't get my my retirement. 
I don't get any payments unless I take the system. Well, I, I, I guess I might as well take the system, right? So this is this is revelation actually happening. I believe that it is. Yeah, I I, I mean, if it looks like a duck, smells like a duck, walks like a duck, it's probably a duck, right? Quack, I mean, quack. and these these are in their own words: the ability to cut you off from buying or selling if they don't like your ideology. I don't know what else it is. So then, because they say. To control behavior ideology. Wow. Yeah. So then here's where it starts to actually, the rubber hits the road. March 6th of 2022, Executive Order 14067, Biden penned it, right? It's uh, basically that says we're going to have central bank digital currency in America. March 29th, 2022, they start to talk about the ideology. Dr. Pippa Malmgren at the World Government Forum in Abu Dhabi, what did she say? She said programmable money is the core of central bank digital currency. Programmable, meaning if we don't like you, we can flip the switch so you can't actually have your money. That's what programmable money means. Then you go to March of 2023, the United Nations, our common agenda policy brief, right? So here's where the, the UN General Secretary says, I propose that the General Assembly provide the Secretary General and the United Nations system with a standing authority to convene and operationalize automatically an emergency platform in the event of a future complex global shock of sufficient scale, severity, and reach. Wow, they're telling you we're going to use a crisis to do this. Correct. Jump one train from one track to the next. Yes. And then blow up the old track. Yeah, they just said. So what was that first crisis? COVID. What's the second crisis? Bank failure. What's the third crisis? Something worse than war on a health scale or war? Civil right? war. I mean, so so here's a new where COVID, yeah. they tell us. I mean, they tell us what could trigger. That's what's crazy is they always act like they're the adults at the big table at Thanksgiving. We're the little kids. That's why I'm so listeners go. How does Jones know this? Well, is he one of them? No, they write white papers. I, like Operation Lockstep in 2010 yeah. told the whole plan for the COVID takeover. Yeah, I research like you do. It's like I'm not making stuff up. I just read what they say. Please, people, I'm not that special. Yeah, you know, I mean, we're hardworking and we know how to read it. But I mean, Dr. Elliot here, he's just telling you here it is. Yeah, he's reading their documents. So you go to the next paragraph in this in this agenda policy brief. What could trigger the emergency authority? A major climatic event, a future pandemic risk, a global digital connectivity disruption, a major event in outer space, um, and a generic unforeseen risk like a that's like a, a black solar flare. flare the, 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 the solar flare is the outer space still. Yeah. So What's so hyper the daylights out of. So here's where it says at the end of it. It also states that while the emergency authority would have an initial finite lifespan, the UN could be able to extend it indefinitely. Oh, a permanent UN emergency. Oh, my God. That's the headline for the show. Financial expert exposes UN documents or documents UN UN planning permanent financial emergency to establish market the beast. What do we call this interview? Because the headlines everything. Like they're literally the UN wargaming a permanent emergency global market of the beast. Or how would you? I mean, they're they're proud about it. They they they're saying we're going to use these emergencies to bring in a cashless society that controls every aspect of your life and tells you where you can spend the money. And separate you from your money. Exactly right. That's what they're telling us. And they're going to use a crisis to get us to that point. So we willingly give up those freedoms. Now, March 6th of 2023, Bank for International Settlements, Project Icebreaker. Go to BIS.org and look it up. So uh, the ability to not authorize bank wires 
if the use of funds doesn't match up with their ideology. There they said it. The ESGs. Yes. May 31st of 2023, Bank for International Settlements Project Aurora. Real-time transaction monitoring of all transactions of all people of all banks in every country. Why do they need that's that? That's from the U.N. No, that's from the International, International Settlements, Settlements. Which is yeah. on top of it. Correct. So they're saying we need real-time transaction monitoring. Why? To see if your ideology matches up with that. Why? Because they can cut off wires from bank to bank if they don't like you. Why? Because if your social credit score, if your ESG, if your digital social profile doesn't match up like what Dr. Pippa Mongren said, we can shut you off. With so this, this is a financial story. dictatorship. Financial dictator. Run by AI. Yes. Now here's where it gets even creepier, Alex. I feel like the old cheesy, you know, game show host. Like, okay, behind door number three, there's even more. But it more. gets worse. It does. So June 20th of 2023, blueprint for the future monetary system, improving the old, enabling the new, a unified ledger, meaning all of your assets. See, this goes back to surveilled in one spot in lifetime. Yeah, tokenization is total what rape is of your privacy. So all of your mutual funds, all of your checking accounts, savings accounts, all of your brokerage accounts, tokenized, pack it into one packet where they can flip of a switch, change ownership. That's what a unified ledger is. So, and just like they've been caught with the derivatives of selling mortgages a hundred times, they're going to do all this. Well, and so they they can. And even a house, if you had a house paid for, do you really think you own the house in America if you have it paid for? Oh, they sold it. No. So their answer, instead of going to prison because they've secretly sold your house even though you own it, is to just say under international law we can do it. Yeah. So Under a U.N. emergency. Under a U.N. Well, not even. Here's U.N. Here's emergency where. to confiscate all bank accounts, create market the beast system. I don't even know why. I mean, it's just, it's fantastic. It's fantabulous. It, it, it's, it's wild. But let's say you, you didn't pay your property tax. You own your house, but you don't pay your property tax. What happens? It goes to a tax auction lien. And somebody could buy your house from underneath you and you lose the title to it because you don't technically own it. Well, what if they say the only way to pay your taxes is through this mark of the beast system? You say, I'm not going to participate in that system. Well, then you might lose your house. I mean, this is where it gets crazy. So they gave the future timeline here, Alex. Um, June, September, I'm sorry, September 15th of 2024. In these documents, they say... The global vision for the future where biometric ID is tied to all bank accounts. That is their deadline. So they're planning it right before the election. Right before the election. Wow. Crazy, right? And they planned this a long time ago. September 22nd through 24th of this year. Again, right before they're going to have this big confab somewhere, probably in China. UN Pact for the Future. This is where the globalists are going to share their commenced plan to save the world from who knows what, right? So so this is where, how do they get this done? They have to kick the U.S. dollar out of the sandbox, right? The U.S. dollar is still the world's reserve currency. All international settlements of oil, the petrodollar, are traded in And people US think dollars. they'll never do it. No, they'll do it for this. Oh, this yeah. gives them total control. See, they don't. And the same bankers will control this that control the dollar. Yeah. So people think, oh, they won't do that. The dollars are power. No, they're going to their real power. Well, and you stated this earlier in the show when you were showing the U.N. creepo who was saying Trump is going to end the global order. Right. He's going to make it real difficult. The U.S. dollar is still 
the dominant currency. We have been since 1944 when we were the world's reserve currency. Bretton Woods. Is dimi- Bretton Woods. But this is diminishing on August 22nd through August 24th when the BRICS nations met in South Africa. They did one thing and Putin said it. He said, I'm going to de-dollarize the world. It's my objective and it's irreversible. Well, how do they do that? Because those are fighting words there. They added United Arab Emirates, Saudi Arabia, Egypt, Ethiopia, Iran, Argentina to the BRICS nations starting January 1st. So just two weeks ago. So now 70 percent of the world's population is trading in some currency other than the U.S. dollar. We have lost our demand for currency. Therefore, we're going to have to print our way out of it. We go into an inflationary spiral. They're going to have to raise rates to slow down that inflation. This is just economics 101. Type and they're going to need a global crisis of expanded war, new viruses, race war as the pretext to make us behave. Yes. And, and a pretext for us to say, OK, We'll give you what you want. We'll give you our freedoms. Take care of us. So how do you protect yourself from that? This is what I've been shouting from the rooftops for decades. You read my mind. Tangible assets. Gold, silver, guns, friends, family, a relationship with God, knowing people you can trust, land. But but in the future, and all the governments know this, they're buying, I know private people in government, they're all buying gold and silver. They've been hoarding it. Why is that? The second American revolution is happening now right in front of you. And you're tuned in to InfoWars because you're either looking for the truth or you're already a patriot. I'm asking you now to realize we are at the fulcrum, the crossroads in the fight for human destiny and human future. Please spread the word about the broadcast. Please buy great products at InfoWarsTore.com. And please pray for the transmission. Without you, we're going to fail. But if you simply take action and spread the word and pray for the broadcast and buy the products, you will continue to aid us together in our victory against these tyrants. But now is the time to make the decision. I know there's millions of forms of media out there and all this BS, and the globalists hope you get lost in all of it. But notice the globalists, the New World Order, are coming after us because they realize we've got their number. Think about it. InfoWars is the tip of the spear. If you want to support the tip of the spear, that decision is up to you. Please support us now at InfoWars Store. Media Matters, the Democratic Party, MSNBC and others have asked me to apologize for making a parody video game, criticizing the deep state and all the corruption. And to all them, I just want to say this. Go f*** yourselves. <laughs> Alex Jones' New World Order Wars has been number one on Steam thanks to the viewers and listeners of this broadcast. And I want to invite everyone, before they are successful at banning, which I hope they aren't, to go to alexjonesgame.com and follow the link to Steam and download this game for 1776 as a message to the New World Order. F*** you. You want to try to ban this game just like you want to steal elections and force injections on us and open up our borders and rape us. This is a culture war, and they're scared of this game. Get Alex Jones' New World Order Wars right now at alexjonesgame.com because anything badass gets censored! Leading a frontal assault on the lies of the New World Order, it's Alex Jones. I didn't treat you 
universal commercial code, I think it's 133-1 or something like that, where they changed ownership of your assets to them. It's now collateral, so they can use your assets that you think are yours. It's all debt instruments. It's all debt instruments. You gave it to them, so if they need the money to pay off a debt, the derivatives debt, like after 2009, they can, and they don't have to ask you, so your money is no longer yours in the bank. That's devastating. When people would realize that, it's going to cause a run because the banks should be the safest asset that people have. So if there's, that's not safe, well, I, I foresee the next step is a run on the stock market, a run on all their other investments because it's like we don't trust anything anymore. And why are they then positioning themselves for that? To make us bring in the new system when, oh, my God, the stock market went down by half. The banks are runs. Don't worry. We have a new digital currency, as, as the EU says. It's ready. Just download this. It's all fixed. Well, OK, so to answer that, I could ask you a question. Let's say we know what they're saying. We, we I have a timeline that we're going to go over on central bank digital currency and how it's been implemented and how it's come in. Not even sneakily. They don't hide in the shadows anymore. They tell us exactly what they're going to do. Exactly. So, so. By the way, I want that up front in the whole interview because we're live right now. But the 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 the, the uh, posted one will get even more views. Exactly. That's what's so frustrating. If you study it, you know the battle plan. But they know the public doesn't check that out. So, but but we're able to give it to the public. That could really mess up their operation. Oh, it could because would if if I were to say, hey, Alex. I'm with the I'm with the Bank for International Settlements. I'm with the IMF, and we have this plan. We have this plan where we're going to uh, disallow you from buying or selling if we don't like your ideology. Most of these globalists don't like your ideology. They don't like mine. They don't. They've I mean, already debanked me. They've already got, no. Yeah. Idea. But if they were to say, "Hey, we're not going to let you take money out of the bank, buy or sell with whom you want, what you want, when you want," you would say, "No." We're not, we're not in for this, right? They know most of the world would, would say that. Nobody wants that kind of big brother spyware on your bank account. Um, the ability to cut you off from buying or selling because every evangelical Catholic that I know says, Kirk, this is revelation. They've got to get you to opt into it during a crisis. Yes. So how would you give that up? Your ability to buy or sell if a crisis is so bad that you can't pay your rent, you can't pay your mortgage, you can't feed your kids, you can't live. So at times of crisis, which happens to be happening during an election year, people will say, okay, uh, this this is so bad, banks are shutting down all this this economic failure. We'll give you what you want. Government just will give you away our freedoms. Just take care of us. Make sure that we can still feed our family. This is what's happening right now, right in front of us. And people don't understand Central bank digital currency is not the savior of the world. It's awful. See, they're marketing it as, hey, we can stop drug trafficking. We can stop human trafficking. We can stop. Meanwhile, they run all that. Yeah. And, and it's like, I want, I don't want that garbage around either, but the flip side oh, of it is. Oh, it's total crap. Well, you know, make all your houses glass in case you might do something wrong, but their houses aren't glass. It, no. It's, it's to control us. It's absolutely, it has not, this is not meant to fix a system. This is meant to com- have complete people control over all of us. Build back better. Bring, yeah. get rid of the old system. Factory set, bring in the new. Yeah. So what's been happening over the last year? So actually over the last three years, let's even go back a little bit farther. So we, banks failing are kind of big stories. Everybody talks about it. You would talk about it. I'd talk about it. Nobody talks about it if a branch closes up. 
Like, let's say you're walking down the street to go for coffee. And they're closing, they're quietly, the banks are quietly closing in slow motion. Yeah, and, and well, in fast motion, but nobody cares because if you're walking down the street to no, go for coffee. Agree, not, not in one day, so it's like, it's like a million miles an hour, not a trillion miles an hour. Correct. Yeah, so if you go down, let's say you, you banked at PNC Bank and you're walking down the street to the coffee shop and it's like, oh man, my, my PNC Bank has, has plywood on, on the windows. It's closed. He's saying, all right, well, that's sad. Now I have to go three miles down the street to the next branch. Nobody cares about a branch closing. But what if in 2023, over 2,000 branches closed, 2022, over 2,000 branches closed, 2021, over 2,000 branches closed? That's 6,000 bank branches that have closed over the last because they don't years. need worms on the line. They've got us all in debt. Now they're, now they're getting rid of the cheese on the mousetrap because we're already in the mousetrap. Correct. So, so that doesn't make a story, but it should with no, that. Sleepless nights seem to be a lot more common these days with everything that's going on both at home and the world at large. If you are having trouble getting to that deep sleep we could all use more of, our new sleep support formula, Down and Out, is just the thing. It's our new faster absorbing liquid formula that is specifically designed to help you get the shut eye you deserve. Formulated to improve upon our best-selling product, Knockout, with Down and Out, now the herbs and melatonin packed inside are extracted directly into the glycerin solution. So the ingredients are already dissolved into the formula before you even take it. One of the other sleep support herbs included is the passion flower, which was traditionally used by Native Americans like the Cherokees, who used it for its relaxing qualities. Be sure to take this product when you are completely ready for sleep, because you will be down and out. Selling out now at InfoWarsStore.com. Welcome to the fourth hour of the Alex Jones Show. I'm your guest host, Jay Dyer of Jay's Analysis. You know, we just had last week the annual Davos World Economic Forum meeting, and there were a lot of interesting clips that came out of that. I don't know if you saw the woman doing the shamanic Native American blessing. Mekalekaha, Mekalekahani ho, no hoes in Davos. I was certainly blessed when I saw that, because the the hoes were sold out in Davos. I don't know if you noticed that, but they got sold out. <clears throat> so I had a hard time trying to find companionship when I went and covered Davos. All the hoes was sold out. Just kidding. But they really did sell out a hose in Davos because we're ruled over by completely degenerate elite, and they do much worse than just renting a hoe. They are into the worst things imaginable, and that's who runs the West, unfortunately. How do they get to that position? We saw, for example, people like Tedros, one of the government COVID mouthpieces, one of the CDC Rockefeller Foundation mouthpieces, telling us that disease X is actually just the sequel to COVID. He says COVID was disease X part one. So I think that was one of the most important clips that we saw coming out of Davos. We saw some people giving them some heat and <clears throat> giving them some opposition that's nice to hear, but I think that's that was a lot of uh, PR. That was a lot of uh, attempting to give the, the impression that oh, we're we're open minded here. We we want to hear all sides of of the debate, and uh, we we're, we want to hear from the opposition. No, they don't. That was all just for appearances. And of course, people at Davos, uh, I mean, they're they're kind of up there towards the top, but they don't really run the show. 
These are a lot of uh, heads of state, a lot of CEOs, a lot of corporate elite. <clears throat> and they, they certainly have a degree of power, but they answer to a system, a structure that was there a long time ago. And it's important to understand that we're, you know, 100, 200 years into what we are going through, this plan for a global world uh, Fabian socialist state, a technocratic state that they want to build. So we're way down <clears throat> the the way we're way deep into this. And when we see the border situation, that is just one of the many elements of the warfare, the siege that Alex always talks about this being waged against <clears throat> the West. And many of the global elites in their own documents said, especially coming out of the, uh, the Royal Society, for example, that they would have to regain their colony, the United States of America, and get it back under the aegis of this older um, European nobility style interventionism and global policing and warfare model, which is principally what the U.S. was set up to oppose, right? That and the idea of a central bank was very, um, very high up on the list of the things that many of the founding fathers wanted to keep America from getting into because they understood that for all of their faults, they understood that a central bank that's privately owned that can print all the money that it wants to and basically run the whole system on debt destroys the country. It destroys the livelihood of the peoples, destroys the national wealth. And this is not new. This is a known strategy. The most important geopolitical text of the 20th century, Tragedy and Hope by Dr. Carol Quigley, has a uh, opening 100 pages or so that discusses this very point, that the history of Western central banking throughout Europe, by extension, the Federal Reserve uh, uh, gold note model, that's not where you peg the currency to gold. That's where you inflate the currency, not based on the actual amount of gold that you hold. He says that's really the model of how Western central banking is run. The plan then was to extend this to all of the countries. And one of the key ways they do that is to the two-pronged model of neoliberalism and Marxist socialism. Both of those models are amenable to and support the central banking fiat debt-based usury model. And so it doesn't really matter whether it's the socialists or the neoliberals, they both answer to and submit to a higher system based around debt pushing technocracy. So I wanted to go through some of the, the strategies, the techniques, the plans, the ways that the elite subvert, destroy, and bring down nations in order to then rebuild them. It's a kind of an alchemical process. And yes, some of the global elite even talk about this. They're right of it as an alchemical process. Alvin, uh, excuse me, uh, uh, Arthur Kessler in Ghost in the Machine describes the process of bringing the world into this technocratic <coughs> superstate as a, an alchemical breaking down, a, uh, a destruction, dis uh, uh, dissolution model. They then rebuild into and restructure into the new thing. And they sort of do this implosion from within and restructuring for all areas of life. So the existing systems, because most existing systems or structures tend to have flaws, you might uh, exploit those flaws intentionally, blow it up, and then you have the prepackaged solution to the thing that you intended to blow up all along to bring in what was, was always your end goal, the new model. 
<clears throat> and really the, the, the strategists, the, the Brzezinski's, the Kissinger's, right? These, these are always the key figures to look to as the kind of architects and the managers and, and the movers and the shakers of these kinds of, uh, um, restructuring plans and models because they were so, uh, influential throughout the Cold War, for example, in doing these very kinds of operations. So for example, uh, what are the things that you might want to restructure? Well, what we do is we take something like the Maslow's hierarchy of needs, the very basic elements of what humans want and desire, and you essentially restructure and retool all that, right? Because we're going to try to push man into a new transhumanist technocratic order. We have to get him to uh, rethink how he views himself and how he views the world. And one of these key white papers that's about this is called Changing Images of Man that comes out of Stanford Research and this is Joseph Campbell and some other uh, globalist technocrat people really put together this this uh, white paper that would re- reconfigure how man viewed humanity, society, and then himself. And the idea was that <clears throat> as the Western biblical model fell apart, it could be replaced with new ways that man would re- reintegrate himself into <clears throat> a global order. In order to get to that, that end goal, the 2030, 2040, 2050 end goal that they are are really working to get us towards. There would be a lot of <clears throat> battles and kind of uh, restructuring and implosion and subversion that would happen along the way. So we're kind of positioned in this midway between the planning stages of the last 100, 200 years and the rolling out phases towards 20, 30, 40, and 50. And we're kind of positioned right in that, right in that key rollout phase. Now, a lot of people knew about this because it had had been written about in so many global elite texts. I mean, this entire shelf over here uh, of mine is essentially devoted to just that stuff, just the writings of the elite and books that were really ahead of their time to critique this stuff. But let's go through some of the basic ideas and and principles and doctrines and, and techniques of how the subversion works. And the idea is that you can go back to examples like Adam Weishaupt, right? Weishaupt, the famous Illuminist, listed certain propositions about how he would take over the governments of the world uh, to create this future equalitarian society, supposedly. And he lists things that you might expect, like uh, subverting political leaders and bringing in full-on communism and so forth and so on, and subverting religion, taking it over from within, right? All these different things that, what do you know, that just seem to have happened uh, in the last uh, several hundred years. <clears throat> but we're starting to see it more and more uh, un- uncloaking, so to speak, the uh, the the hierarchy that was pr- previously cloaked and hidden is now unveiled, right? And even some of the New Ager, which people have written about this, right? Like Blavatsky, they talk about ISIS unveiled and the priestess class of ISIS witchcraft, basically is what that's all about, is now coming uh, to the fore to be unveiled. And that couldn't have happened without feminism, right? And likewise, you have the uh, the new hermaphrodite uh, Baphomet religion, which is essentially that you can become the opposite of what you biologically are, right? By your own will and decision. This is really just a religion of will worship or self-worship, right? So we're talking about the subversion first of religion. And then the culture changes are downstream from that. So in my view, kind of religion is the first and foremost thing you have to subvert. 
When we come back, we'll get to the other areas of society that are subverted and how that's done on the Alex Jones Show. Don't go anywhere. I'm your guest host, Jay Dyer of Jay's Analysis. Your products have changed my life. Your brain force, all that makes me better. They make me more focused. They make me feel better. A lot of lingering effects from when I was uh, getting sober have now uh, relieved me. My girlfriend goes to the gym and goes hard. She's on the turmeric and the same stuff. These products will change your life. They fund one of the greatest things out there right now for us as free Americans. Please do these people a favor. Go to their store. Support them. Do what you need to do. Because if we lose InfoWars, we lose a lot more than what people are willing to believe. If you want to really get in shape for this thing about to come, get the HGH and get that testosterone boost, man. Get in the gym because I'm in the best shape of my life because of your product. And I'm willing to do whatever it takes to not lose the greatest symbol against tyranny the world has ever seen. And that's our American flag. And with that, I appreciate loving for wars. I'll listen to you the day I die or you go off air, but I'm going to do my part to make sure you don't have a great day. Naturally sourced from the finest hemp plants in America. Rebel Zen offers the absolute finest quality CBD available and at the lowest prices. Extracted using a cold-pressed technique to retain the molecular integrity of the cannabinoids and terpenes within the plant, this full-spectrum formula ensures that your nervous system gets the full benefits of CBD. Premium quality organic CBD like Rebel Zen has been shown to naturally reduce anxiety, relieve pain, and decrease inflammation. People have reported a reduction in symptoms of insomnia, arthritis, seizures, chronic pain, and epilepsy. Several studies have shown it helps to reduce cortisol, increase serotonin, and boost vitality. Order yours today at InfoWarsStore.com. I talk a lot about the great successes InfoWars has had. I don't think anybody can deny it. And it is because of listeners and viewers supporting us. But when we talk about the crew at InfoWars, people behind the scenes, the researchers, the writers, they really have been the MVPs in this fight. And when we look at Harrison Smith and Owen Schroyer and the hard work they engage in every day, five, six, seven days a week, it's really just incredible. So for myself and the whole InfoWars crew, I thank you for your past support. I only encourage you now to realize that InfoWars cannot stay on air if you do not support us. I know you spread the word. I know you pray for us. and That's wonderful. Keep doing it. But most viewers and listeners never go to InfoWarsStore.com and you never buy great products that enrich and empower your life. All at the same time, keep us on air. I know that less than 1% of our listeners actually go buy products at InfoWarsStore.com. If just 1% more of you took action and went to InfoWarsStore.com, our funding problems will be over. Please take action now. Last year, we put this book out. The Great Reset and the War for the World. It became a number one national bestseller. Now we've put part two out and it's even thicker and more powerful. The Great Awakening, the plan to defeat the globalists and launch the second great renaissance. This is such a powerful book. It covers all the globalist plans, the latest developments, how to stop them, and then gives an alternate plan of a society we could build together. That's why it's The Great Awakening. The Great Awakening is happening right now. You can get signed or unsigned copies of the book at InfoWarsStore.com. This is a historic book. I want to thank you all for your support. 
This is next level information, and it's a great way to not just support the broadcast, but inform yourself of the next level and share the book with friends and family. So whether you want one copy or multiple copies, go now to InfoWarsStore.com and get The Great Awakening. This is going to go to number one. I want to thank you for your support. It's a powerful book. Get yours now. Leading a frontal assault on the lies of the New World Order, it's Alex Jones. Welcome back to the Alex Jones Show. I'm your guest host, Jay Dyer of Jason Ellis' Rocket. We're talking about the uh, means and methods and techniques of subversion, uh, what the overall strategies and plans are, how this happens. And when we identify it, we can then see that Clearly, that's what's going on, and we can figure out ways to oppose it, to identify it. We won't fall for the tricks. We won't, we won't fall for the classic methods and modes of subversion. So we were talking about economics and religion. I kind of bypassed economics. I think that one's pretty obvious that the first and foremost um, technique that's used to control a nation isn't media it isn't even necessarily religion. I think it's first and foremost the money printing phenomena of the fee, the, the the central uh, privately owned central bank and fiat currency. But I think religion is overlooked because religion is what most people turn to when it comes to finding meaning in their life, their daily uh, living. At least prior to the modern era, that's how people lived. And so, uh, Vaishak himself, for example, talked about how there would be a need to subvert and take over religion to change Western civilization. Uh, and we see, I think, examples of this in documents that have been discovered at, at various points in history, not just the documents discovered by uh, the Austrian government uh, in regard to Weishaupt and his plans, but a couple uh, <clears throat> centuries later, we have the discovery of documents like the Alta Vendita uh, Lodge, which discussed in one of their plans the taking over of the office of the papacy. So the Roman Catholic Church was a longtime target because it had such an important uh, fixture in the West, uh, as many many people look to this for moral guidance, theological guidance, and even cultural guidance. It was clear that uh, institutions and entities, secret societies that wanted to subvert Western civilization, saw the value in taking over something like the office of the papacy. Uh, I would argue that has happened. Uh, it probably happened a longer time ago than the Alta Vendita documents that <laughs> people like Leo the Thirteenth uh, mentioned. But regardless, that's an example of what I'm talking about. But fast forwarding to the last, say, 50, 60 years, we have uh, open intelligence agency discussions and plans about how to take over and subvert religions and religious institutions via all means. But the number one means, I think, is through money. Um, if you're familiar with the acronym MICE, this is the, a classic intelligence acronym uh, coming out of the CIA, really, about how to uh, co-op people. And it stands for money. <clears throat> it stands for, um, uh, uh, I forgot, I actually just blanked on the, the acronym, but, but it's like, it's uh, it's money, ideology, um uh, ego, and then uh, C is compromise. So, yeah, there, that's what it is. Uh, and MICE is really, you know, just a four-point thing that you could figure out as to how, you know, again, basic human drives, right? What drives human beings? Well, things like uh, money, things like uh, their ideology, uh, things like being sexually compromised or blackmail, which we've seen in, in 
spades that come out with regard to the whole Epstein uh, phenomena. This also goes back to the Franklin cover-up. It goes back to uh, Jimmy Savile. Those are other examples of forms of uh, compromise. Uh, The D.C. madam, Henry Vinson, another D.C. madam, um, Deborah Palfrey, who uh, Alex had on many years ago. These are all examples of that compromise uh, acronym in the MICE in the mice list. And of course, ego is another one, you know, playing on people's desire for fame or for recognition or whatever. So all those elements can be there for compromise of the individual. And you can kind of expand that to a larger scale to the nation or the institution in question as well. So if we're talking about, say, the church, right, you could compromise people in the church with those same principles that are, that the intelligence agencies use to compromise people. And we could think of things like, um, NGOs, for example, right? NGOs wanting to uh, open a discussion within a religious institution about, say, female ministers and priests, right? Something that's never been heard of. Uh, Here we are in the last few decades. Suddenly is something that's that we need to reopen the question, right? Uh, What about uh, all other manner of moral questions that are pretty much settled long ago. Oh, let's reopen those and let's have a scholarly investigation and a, a fair and honest open question and debate. Right? This kind of thing. <clears throat> or uh the Rockefeller Foundation. Oh, they're gonna put a million dollars into uh your building fund, but you gotta have so and so come be your seminary professor or the head of the department. <clears throat> you see this is how it really works, right? So the people who have money are able to then influence and change the ideology of of various institutions. And uh, likewise, as I said, other things go along with that, like sexual blackmail. And there's a long history of uh, clergy being blackmailed as well. Uh, This has come out in a lot of books. It's not that widely known, but I think pretty much a lot of people have figured out that probably the result of Benedict, the Pope, stepping down uh, had to do with maybe not him himself being sexually compromised, but Warnings and threats of a lot of priests and high-ranking high clerics uh, that perhaps were blackmailed that um, was being used. That's that's a, a very prevalent theory about what happened with uh, Benedict the Sixteenth. <clears throat> Regardless, uh, I mean, this really just shows the influence and control of outside or secret forces or foreign uh, operations, foreign forces to really subvert these kinds of institutions. And it goes deeper than that. You can get into the State Department uh, influencing, for example. The uh, events in the Ukraine, uh, splitting uh, Ukraine down the middle in a religious way through supporting and funding the creation of of an entirely fake Orthodox church uh, in the Ukraine. So all of these are very well-known public examples of the way that religious institutions can be subverted. And again, usually it's just money and and putting, um, you know, a few million dollars into this or that seminary building or whatever. And then you've got control, right? So it's not, it's not that complicated. It's not super hard to figure out, but a lot of times, right? It's, it's, it, and it's using subversive scholars and academics is, is another key element of this. So a lot of times it's not even so much clergy as it is so-called academics <clears throat> that are utilized to change uh, the ideas and beliefs of various religious institutions. And this happens kind of across the board. Uh, it's not just a phenomenon of, say, Catholicism. It happens in the Orthodox Church. It happens in Protestant uh, groups as well. <clears throat> it's going on for a long time, as well as in other religions. For example, the history of Islam, we see a lot of intelligence uh, usage of various Islamic groups. Uh, the CIA's had a long uh, history of utilizing Islamic radicals 
It's very well known. It's written about in CIA operatives and their biographies, like Game of Nations by Miles, Miles Copeland. There's a whole section on using uh, Muslims for false flags. <clears throat> Doesn't mean I'm pro-Islam. Uh, I, I debate the top Muslims out there all the time. <laughs> so I'm not being pro-Islam when, when I talk about the realities of how religious institutions are used. So <clears throat> one of the key ways to change and alter a society is, as, as I said, by coming in and changing and altering the, pro- the prevailing religious belief. And if in the West, the prevailing religious belief is something loosely akin to the Bible and Christianity, <clears throat> even though that's quickly dying away, then uh, what? <clears throat> what's the new thing is either some sort of new agey, uh, dogmatic free replacement, something like an, an all pervasive new kind of religion, uh, something like the like what we see with uh, Baha'i or something like what you see as an example. I'm not saying Baha'i is the new world religion, but... What you see with like a, a generic all religions coming together, a humanist type thing, right? That's a potential contender for the new replacement religion or something we don't even know about yet, like a new alien religion or the new mythology that's uh, yet to be created, right? So who knows where the, the world religion will go, but world religion is one of the key ones. So keep that in mind. This is the Oxygen Show. We'll come back and talk about more techniques of subversion to take down a nation. Winter is coming. 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 Winter isn't coming. Winter is here. And while the sun isn't helping us produce as much vitamin D, do yourself a favor and try InfoWars Life Winter Sun Plus. Now back in stock and 40% off at InfoWarsStore.com. Winter Sun Plus is a powerful vitamin D-based formula bringing you straight vitamin D3 free of toxic chemicals, allergens, preservatives, artificial colors, and GMOs. Our vitamin D3 formula supports the body's natural immune system, promotes calcium absorption for healthy bones and teeth, and helps sustain healthy tissue and systems of the body. When the winters come, they come cold. So weather the storm and supplement with Winter Sun Plus. 40% off for a limited time at InfoWarsStore.com. If you ever take one piece of my advice, it's get a bottle of X2. It's been sold out for over a year because we wouldn't cut corners and because it's so hard to produce. We finally have a limited run back in supply at InfoWarsStore.com. So many people have serious issues. Look at the UN's own numbers. Billions have cognitive disabilities because they do not have true nascent iodine in their bodies. Most other iodine is bound to other heavy metals or bound to other elements so you don't download it. But this is pure atomic certified iodine. X2 is now back in stock, discounted. So I'm giving Thanksgiving right now for this product being here. It funds the info war. But I guarantee you, you take this for a few weeks, you will feel the difference. It is amazing. It's the missing link. X2, back in stock at the end of 2023 at InfoWarsStore.com. X2. The InfoWars Live Silver Bullet Colloidal Silver has finally returned. To celebrate this powerful product's long-awaited homecoming, we're slashing $10 off the asking price, passing the savings on to you. Silver Bullet is the answer to Alex's extensive search for a powerful colloidal silver product that utilizes high-quality processes that has applications for both preparedness and regular use. Concentrated to 30 parts per million in a pure base of deionized water, 
This survival silver is the perfect fit for you and your family's routine and emergency supply. Beloidal silver is an amazing natural product that can assist your body's many healing processes. Do a deep dive, research the possibilities of colloidal silver yourself, and don't miss out on this limited time offer of $10 off. Try InfoWars Life Silver Bullet Colloidal Silver today. Available right now at InfoWarsStore.com. Cellular damage from a type of free radical known as reactive oxygen species can cause decreased cellular function. DNA Force Plus contains what are believed to be the most beneficial ingredients to remedy this. Now 40% off at InfoWarsStore.com. The main ingredient in the Real Red Pill Plus is pregnenolone which occurs naturally in our body, but decreases with age. Low levels of pregnenolone are associated with fatigue and low brain function. The Real Red Pill Plus is also full of essential trace minerals to synergistically support optimal cognitive function. Now, 40% off at InfoWarsStore.com. Get them both today at 50% off. The supercharged special. Support your health and support the InfoWar at InfoWarStore.com. Leading a frontal assault on the lies of the New World Order, it's Alex Jones. Welcome back to the Alex Jones Show. I'm your guest host, Jay Dyer. Jay's analysis. We're discussing the techniques of subversion and how to destroy and take down a nation. They're all pretty clear, self-evident, and obvious once you see them. However, most people still don't understand that this is the reality that we live in. People are coddled. People are soft. They think that we live in a world divorced from the way most people have lived in history because of all the prosperity and peace and security that we've had in this country. And so they think that you could never have a taking down of the West or of America or of a of our civilization because uh well God's blessed America, but that ain't never gonna happen. It can't happen as it's happening. And the reasons the reason it's happening is manifold, but a couple of the problems are that people refuse to believe or accept that these things are possible, that there are conspiracies, that there are attempts to subvert and control and rule. People have chosen to willfully not believe that. They choose to continue to buy into the idea that Joe balls the shots and we're run by a bunch of idiots. Not idiots. It's a technique. It's very methodical. It's very planned out. Uh, the corporate elite, they're not stupid. They know how to use these techniques to take down countries. And we were talking about subversion of the economy first. Then we talked about the subversion of religion. Obviously, the taking down of uh, the borders is a pretty obvious. I mean, this is <laughs> I mean, if you have the notion of siege, you're sieging a city. Uh, what are you trying to do when you siege a city? Well, you're trying to get inside of it. So you want the walls to come down. Right. And the idea of the walls coming down. I mean, this is, you know, something that the left promotes this and the ideological motivations of the left. If you want to understand them, it's really a. Uh, a narcissistic dark triad that utilizes virtuous victimhood. And that's actually a psychology paper that uh, came out not too long ago. And the, the thesis of the paper was that in a supposedly egalitarian, equalitarian, democratic society, 
people who are cunning and who are uh, exhibiting narcissistic traits have figured out, or the dark triad traits, right, like psychopathy, uh, they figured out that in that kind of a society, the way to get ahead and to score points or to get attention or even to get monetary uh, gain is through signifying and signaling your uh, oppression status, sign- signifying you're a victim. But <clears throat> what's ironic is that most of the people who are really good at this are actually psychopaths. They're not victims. And this is sad because it actually is a disservice to people who are really traumatized and who are really actually oppressed and victims. This makes, <clears throat> you know, it's the meme of uh, the person who cries out uh, as they strike you. Uh, and I see this a lot in the debates that I engage in, for example, in the religious realm. A lot of the people uh, exhibit a lot of these traits where um, they play this really pious attitude. But meanwhile, in the background, they're engaged in just unbelievable activities. Right. So this is a very common, uh, you know, sort of pharisaical, contradictory way to operate. But there's a lot of people in this society who are cunning and who have figured this out. And that's principally when you have a society that's based around what we typically call feminine uh, values or more feminine ideas, like societies that are concerned mainly with security, societies main, uh, mainly concerned with uh, a pleasure and safety. There's nothing wrong with those things. Those are great for you know a woman to cultivate in the house for her children, but they're not really values that a society can run on or operate on. They're not values that a religion or a corporation or a business can run on. Because they will break down the business. And you see this with the strategies of SDG, DEI, all the acronyms, all of that for supposedly fairness and inclusion. These are not techniques for fairness and inclusion. That's the facade, and it's a control system. And it's not just a control system. It's actually a way to tear down and destroy things. I mean, the corporate elite, they're not stupid. They know that these policies don't make the airlines or the the, you know, the functionality, the logistics systems run better. It runs worse. Why would they keep doing it? Why do the companies keep pushing go, the, the policies of go, well, go broke? Do you think they're just dumb? No, it's because they answer to a higher power in terms of cultural warfare. It's not about the bottom line of making money. It's beyond that. <clears throat> it's about an agenda. And it's not just an agenda of leftism or liberalism. It's actually a dark, demonic inversion agenda. That's why what's consistently pushed is everything that's anti-human, anti-natalist, and inverted. Everything that's true, good, and beautiful is inverted in this system by design. And to understand that it's by design, even if you don't believe that there's a devil or that there's a spiritual reality or whatever, what we think of as evil and degeneracy is a powerful tool to destroy something. So just from a pragmatic standpoint, it ought to be obvious that these can be at least potentially techniques of destroying a country. For example, introducing into a culture a lot of degenerate Hollywood movies. Maybe that's a way to exercise soft power and to change that culture. That's actually happened countless times in the last 50, 60 years. It's part of the Cold War to introduce a lot of Western Hollywood-style movies <laughs> for the purpose of changing a target culture. Well, now the target culture is basically the entire West and even by extension the entire globe. So let's push now the uh, trans agenda 
by the Fortune 100, Fortune 500 across the entire globe, right? What that signifies is the removal of boundaries. Let the walls come down, right? Let the walls come down. Walls signify masculine borderlines, right? Men set up boundaries. It's a masculine principle and technique to do this. The idea of having no boundaries, no restrictions, no limitations is that rebellious and satanic approach, that anarchic approach. And I'm not saying that we need to have excessive laws everywhere or that we need statism. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that the principle itself in terms of all boundaries, whether it's the boundaries that I have as a male uh, being a Western civilization man or whatever, right? Being a, a person that lives in America, being a person that lives in a certain state with certain boundaries in my city. There's a wall around my, my house has walls, right? I mean, these are boundaries and there's nothing wrong with boundaries. But the idea of pretty much all leftism is that all boundaries are oppressive and they must be destroyed and taken, taken down. Whether it's the natural boundary that you have being made as a man or a woman, whether it's the natural boundaries that you have in terms of your nation state, your family, whatever, all boundaries have to be taken down and destroyed. Not ultimately to give these people the freedom and the liberty that they think they're getting, but to destroy Western civilization. That's it. And the people that are really smart at the top, the high IQ social engineers, social scientists, technocrats, they know that you can't have a society with absolutely no boundaries. This is a technique, a specific usage of getting rid of the border to destroy this country. And it's obvious. It's not an accidental. It's not a bunch of idiots in D.C. It's a plan. It's a strategy. It's been talked about many times. Uh, you know, Kissinger uh, talked about it like he'd never heard of this, right? I, I don't know why we've let so many Muslims into Germany. Uh, it's it's almost like this wasn't a, a bad idea, right? One of the last interviews he gave. Like he didn't know this. I mean, come on. It's ridiculous. Maybe he's senile and he was, you know, just spouting out stuff and he didn't really know what he was saying. But no, I mean, these people, I mean, the, the border issue, I mean, it goes back to ancient civilizations, like getting right, taking down walls, right? China built a wall around China a long time ago. But the idea of the West now is that we can export degeneracy, destroy these other cultures with the toxicity that's now festering in the West as a way to destroy all cultures and societies, break down all walls, boundaries, and borders, not for liberation, but for total enslavement, as O'Brien says to Winston. Because the motivating factor in all this is absolute hatred of man. So it's an actually a satanic, demonic hatred of mankind across the board and existence itself. This is The Alex Jones Show. I'm your guest host, Jay Dyer. Jason Alsace, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back with Subversion of the Nation. Hey, let me start by saying you do a great show. Thank you. Hey, let me point out that I took X2 iodine. I started taking that stuff. The best iodine I think I ever found is what you guys are selling. When did you start taking it? About four years ago, I had high blood pressure, and I was on blood pressure medicine. Mm -hmm. And I started eating a little better, but my blood pressure stayed high. And when I took X2 iodine, after about three or four weeks, 
I think my body detoxified of a bunch of metals and stuff that my body was storing. And my blood pressure came down to perfect level. And I tell people the only thing I did was X2 iodine. And even though I do think all your other products are good, I recommend to anybody that they start with X2 iodine because it detoxifies your body and kind of kicks your natural DNA in, into uh, full force. So in my, in my life, I found X2 iodine the best. I tried other iodines and they didn't have the same effect. But so X2 iodine, I really wanted to point that out. A lot of people have asked me, why is InfoWars Store and InfoWars Life not had a probiotic for more than three years? And the answer is simple. We only bring you the highest quality to lowest prices. We had a top maker, top certified of probiotics for more than seven years. They got bought by a libtard company and said, we're not doing business with you, Mr. Jones, anymore. Finally, we got a probiotic just as good or better with a top lab that loves our show. We're able to private label it under InfoWars MD as our probiotic formula. So you can get a super high quality probiotic for amazing gut health and more at InfoWarsStore.com for 25% off right now. Now, wherever you get your probiotics is something everybody should be doing. But I'm asking you to try our probiotic. I think you're going to have an amazing effect and it funds our entire operation. So get your InfoWars MD probiotic today at InfoWarsStore.com. It's a high quality formula and it keeps us on the air. Take action now at InfoWarsStore.com. Twenty-nine years on air. All I've wanted to do was warn the people about the globalist. And I've done the best job I can to tell the truth and been accurate, and we are on record as the most accurate there are. And I've tried to sell products to fund ourselves. Unlike other communist revolutionaries that rob banks and kidnap people, we don't do that. We try to bring you products that really work. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm scared of this product. It's so powerful. This is the breakdown product after your cells process it of folic acid, methylfolate with high quality organic B-complex. This stuff is rocket fuel. It's not a stimulant. It energizes your cells and then everything else you take just supercharges it. It's so insane. It's foundational energy. The strongest formula out there at InfoWarsStore.com. It doesn't just energize this operation against the tyrants. It energizes you. Get foundational energy now. Last year we put this out. The Great Reset and the War for the World, it became a number one national bestseller. Now we've put part two out and it's even thicker and more powerful. The Great Awakening, the plan to defeat the globalists and launch the second great renaissance. This is such a powerful book. It covers all the globalist plans, the latest developments, how to stop them, and then gives an alternate plan of a society we could build together. That's why it's the Great Awakening. The Great Awakening is happening right now. You can get signed or unsigned copies of the book at InfoWarsStore.com. This is a historic book. I want to thank you all for your support. This is next level information, and it's a great way to not just support the broadcast, but inform yourself to the next level and share the book with friends and family. So whether you want one copy or multiple copies, go now to InfoWarsStore.com and get The Great Awakening. This is going to go to number one. I want to thank you for your support. It's a powerful book. Get yours now. Leading a frontal assault on the lies of the New World Order, it's Alex Jones. Welcome back to the Alex Jones Show. I'm your guest, Jay Dyer, Jay Nelson. We're talking about the subversion of the nation 
talking about hard uh, facts and examples that we can look to where we've seen techniques used to subvert examples of powerful entities like foundations and think tanks. Rand Corporation, for example, Alex Abeya has a book on how Rand, the official history of the Rand Corporation about how it has steered American society and culture into the direction that we've gone into. Things like Obamacare, things like the Iraq War, things like uh, the Cold War, things like um, moving us away from a production-based economy to a service economy. All of that was was brainstormed and rolled out by the Rand Corporation as one example. But there's plenty of other think tanks and powerful groups and entities that rule us from the background, what Edward Bernays called the secret invisible government of shadow masters who rule us through our passions and our desires, things like advertising, things like mass media, that's another key component in this uh, power structure that we're talking about to subvert. Even though you have people from the power structure writing these books, openly saying that they're doing this and that this is how it works, much of the population is still in denial, still willfully choosing to not look at the evidence, not look at the information, whether it's the church, whether it's the state, <clears throat> whether it's the educational institutions, they're all subverted, all of them now. In terms of overall institutional capture, it doesn't mean there's not good people in the institutions, it doesn't mean there's not good churches here and there, but <clears throat> for the most part, at a institutional top-down level, many of these, or perhaps most of these, have been actually taken over and subverted. So yeah, there's still some good schools, some good places you can go. Yeah, that still exists, but we have to be we have to be honest about the reality of where we are, uh, and you're not going to get good things coming out of D.C. You're not going to get good things coming out of the Vatican. You're not going to get good things coming out of, you know, these key Western uh, structures and, uh, you know, pivots of culture and history. They've been subverted. It's institutional capture. Mega churches, all this kind of nonsense, that's all uh, subversion. It's a bunch of money laundering. It's a bunch of fronts for intelligence stuff. <clears throat> not I'm saying every church is bad. I'm just saying that the reason you keep seeing a lot of these kind of scandals and, and whatnot is because these are fraudulent institutions for the most part. So we're talking about problems and strategies and what's being done. Um, the next phase, as we said, will be, I think, in 2024 to do whatever's necessary to disrupt this election. I think that Donald Trump represents a, a symbolic image of the people. It's a wave that can then uh, wake awaken many other people. So that's, I think, the main reason that the system hates him is that he he could trigger and continue to trigger. He already has, as well as Alex and Tucker and others, triggered a lot of awakening. And the concern is that it might continue. There might be more people awakening and figuring it out. The border is another thing that's waking people up. So they, they really go crazy right with this stuff because they're really impelled, I think, by something beyond just human calculations and machinations. I think there's an actual evil force behind this, which impels them to kind of just go nuts with pushing the most insane pedo stuff, the most insane, uh, you know, trans stuff at every level and just, just going full bore crazy with it, going full hardcore with the shots and the lockdowns. I mean, they're just, they're just out of control, but there is still a methodology to this, right? It's not like they're insane. They're, they're, cunningly insane so to speak it's like a mad scientist is, is the great the best analogy i think of right and the mad scientist is, is sort of impelled to keep doing his experiments and try to create his frankenstein or whatever right uh and he's insane but he's still very cunning and good at what he's doing it's not like he's 
you know, I don't know, frothing and flopping in his own puke in the corner like he's possessed or something like Linda Blair. Or so. No, no, he's very methodical in this, right? It's not a Linda Blair type of possession. It's more of like a, uh, you know, mad scientist type of thing. So that's the type of subversion that we're dealing with here. And they've been very successful. Most of the institutions, as we said, education, right? Obviously, that's been subverted a long time ago. The original founders of public education in America, John Dewey, Horace Mann, they talked about it being a technique for socialization and creating the social man. So it was always a socialist project. Uh, Madame Blavatsky said that public schooling would issue, issue uh, would bring about a kind of Pentecost, uh, the new age, she said, the, the founder of one of the founders, I guess you could say, of the new age movement. Uh, British intelligence operative and a witch, in my view, is who Matt Blavatsky really was. Um, maybe a socialist. So you've got, <clears throat> again, another institution subverted. All the, the major media outlets were uh, originally peopled by uh, in, individuals from the intelligence agencies, OSS and so forth, were the, were the first heads of the TV networks, Sarnoff, Paley, et cetera. Uh, the intelligence agencies themselves uh, were more and more gradually privatized and taken out of the domain of being under the aegis of the military. And they were made more and more of an intellectual and then with the inquiry and then more and more uh, a kind of a private uh, army of the Rockefellers themselves. Some have even said about what the CIA actually was. That's uh, that's a fair way to read it because <clears throat> um, really it's just serving the interests of a very, very powerful oligarchical money to lead. It's not about uh, America's interests, it's not about protecting America from foreign enemies and the terrorists. Right? All of that's really just uh, uh, created and controlled chaos. So uh, that's where we are. That's the reality. The institutions are captured. Government's captured, captured a long time ago. Um, you know, Quigley says that the elections have been uh, steered or the candidate is controlled for 100 years. He was writing that in the 1960s. So I think that when you see such hatred and such vitriol and such attacks uh, when it comes to somebody like Donald Trump, it has to do with his his symbolic status. Um, anyway, so what about solutions? Everybody always says, what's your solution? You ain't got no solutions to none of it. Well, we've actually been talking about solutions for a long time over here on on, uh, on my channel, on my outlets. Uh, I think it is important to get back into uh, you know, reading the Bible, but not just you in the Bible. I think that Orthodox Christianity, uh, not in, not in its liberal forms, but in its classical traditional forms is, is where we should look. Um, that's where I found a lot of peace, uh, in these crazy times. I think that you could look at alternative ways to have, you know, your money truly be money and not lose your value through, uh, you know, inflation and theft and all this kind of stuff by Bitcoin and gold. I think that those are great alternatives. I think that being self-sufficient is crucial. I think that one thing that's overlooked, that's probably the most powerful thing that we don't do on an economic level is just stop using fortune 100, fortune 500 company lazy. And we've gotten in a situation where it's so easy the ease of, you know, using uh, online delivery services or the ease of going to Walmart or something like this. But every time you go to Walmart, every time you use these, you're really just giving your time and energy and support to the people that are directing the system that will destroy us. Think about that. I mean, it's the same with if, you, if you've seen the movie THX 1138, you're watching it and you're like, 
<laughs> look at all these idiots. They're building the robots that enslave them and beat them. It's like, you mean like us? Like what we do? Where we use all the Fortune 100 companies that are erecting the system to destroy us? I mean, we're doing the same thing. That's one of the points of THX 113, the movie, is that the irony is that the humans are building the system to destroy the humans. And that's actually one of the points that the the elites themselves make is that if people are so stupid that they go along with their own destruction, um, then, you know, they deserve it. Right? That's their attitude. We even see them mentioning this at times, kind of breaking character, <laughs> so to speak, breaking the fourth wall uh, and, and saying this at times. So, you know, that's that's the reality of what, you know, if you really want to fight the new world order, it's not about talking smack on the Internet. It's about stop going to Walmart. Uh, you know, stop supporting the Fortune 100 as best you can. Uh, like those are, that's the real way to exercise opposition. But people are tricked into thinking that opposition is bitching on Twitter. And I'm not saying you can't bitch on Twitter. I'm just saying what's more effective if half of the country stopped, you know, spending money at Walmart and supported, say, family local businesses, or if everybody just bitched on Twitter for an hour, like that would do nothing. I'm talking about bitching on Twitter. I'm not talking about putting out videos exposing corruption or what we do over here or what Alex does. That's very effective. It gets out to millions of people. People are seeing and waking up. I'm talking about, you know, if you want to actually take action and change things and have an effect, um, that's much more powerful than, you know, figuring out, you know, which what the what the latest outrage is, right? Kate gate, calendar gate, all this stuff is nonsense. This stuff is ridiculous. It doesn't do anything. These kinds of pseudo, uh, uh, consp- uh, uh, controversies and scandals, right? When, you know, kids go to Walmart and they see, you know, like rainbow stuff everywhere. That's way more damaging than the stupid stuff that people debate about on the internet. This is the Alex Jones Show. I'm your guest host, Jay Darv Dejanos. If you like this take, if you like what I'm talking about, you can uh, get my books at my website, jaysanalysis.com, in the shop. There's signed copies. You can get my esoteric Hollywood books. You can get my other books on philosophy, geopolitics, all there in the shop. Also support the InfoWar store by going to the War store and getting those excellent products to support the InfoWar. Naturally sourced from the finest hemp plants in America. Rebel Zen offers the absolute finest quality CBD available and at the lowest prices. Extracted using a cold-pressed technique to retain the molecular integrity of the cannabinoids and terpenes within the plant, this full-spectrum formula ensures that your nervous system gets the full benefits of CBD. Premium quality organic CBD like Rebel Zen has been shown to naturally reduce anxiety, relieve pain, and decrease inflammation. People have reported a reduction in symptoms of insomnia, arthritis, seizures, chronic pain, and epilepsy. Several studies have shown it helps to reduce cortisol, increase serotonin, and boost vitality. Order yours today at InfoWarsStore.com. A lot of listeners have complained in the last two years that our amazing high-quality coffee has not been available. And that's because the prices went up too high for the raw beans and the quality had gone down some. I turned down so many companies that wanted to work with us. But now... 
we have brought back the coffee and it's even better from a national supplier that's veteran owned and veteran operated. It's powered by the company Minuteman Coffee. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the best tasting, best smelling, strongest coffee that I have ever drank. It is game-changing. All you got to do is buy a bag of it and try it. I know you're going to be hooked, which will then fund our operation, a 360 win. Go to InfoWarsStore.com right now for Escape the Prison Planet Light Roast. That's the strongest. The amazing Medium Roast Wake Up America. And finally, the best-tasting Dark Roast Tip of the Spear, now exclusively available at InfoWarsStore.com. Get your coffee now. If you are receiving this transmission, you are the resistance. 